I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hear the tunes that dropped this week, like the R&B Friday. Yo. Which one? Friday. Like the amount of R&B that dropped on Friday at Snow, Summer, uh, Lucky Mm -hmm. Day dropped something with Kate Chinata, Brian McKnight. Avant, hold on, y'all ain't y'all ain't hearing Mr. Mr. Brian McKnight in 2020. So it's called 42. Grown up tipsy. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't make the title. We on that 42. Just me and you. Honest you. Like we're supposed to do Come on Grown up tipsy Grown up tipsy You guys are ready for Brian McKnight in 2020, man I mean, I don't know if I even want Brian McKnight in 2020 (laughs) Are you still still scarred by Let me show you how that pussy works (laughs) No, I'm just saying Like, I like Brian McKnight the way he was I'm just not sure That's the same thing just a little no. bit more alcohol. You know, you know, Usher, like his last project that he dropped, it's just not the same, like young Usher. Well, so the nigga me, is like, 40. <laughs> some of y'all just need to stop. <laughs> so you think that Brian, it's, there's a limit? Hold on. There's a time limit to being the R&B mm-hmm. sexy flexy nigga? I don't think there's a limit. I just think that like when they get into their older age, they try to adapt and like, like cater to. Because y'all the- ain't buying the grown and sexy. Ain't nobody trying to hear about same. hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear about hammocks and red wine. Nigga, we want to turn up. <laughs> Off that 1942. That 1942, that grown-up tipsy. I feel it. I yeah. feel it. Uh, welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. Oh, yeah. I'm we'll, Alicia. Yeah, we'll we leave that spot open for Norm. Because <laughs> like, oh, Norm is just, I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going to have to find the geek squad for him. But we yeah. are joined by none other than Nadia Rose. Nadia, what's up? Hey, Titan. Nadia, you are, first of all, for those of you guys who don't know, Nadia Rose is a rapper from the UK. She is an artist from the UK. You do more than rap, right? Facts. Yeah, you do a multitude of things, a multitude of flows, uh, double entendres, triple entendres, like it's it's just amazing what you do. Some people have touted you as like the UK's next Missy Elliott. That's a big, big stamp right there. How do you feel about that comparison? Do you know what that? Yeah, that to me is that's super special. Obviously, I I always want to be um unique and yeah, be Nadia Rose, but being compared to the likes of Missy, someone that I grew up on and was definitely heavily inspired by. Um, yeah, man, it's super dope. Yeah, you guys... Those are big comparisons. Big comparisons. But, like, what? it's... I see why people would say that because, like, first of all, Nadia, if you guys don't know her music, she's very uncompromising. She does what she feels to do 
And especially now out of your new label situation, you have way more freedom to do what you want to do. How does it feel to be like basically independent now? You know, it feels good. Like it feels like um, I've gone back to not necessarily back, but yeah, like the energy that I thought I had at the start when I was, you know, first coming into this and just doing everything by myself. It feels like that again, which is, yeah, it's liberating. And um, the situation I was in wasn't comfortable. So freedom is always going to be better than than what I was you know, dealing with. Yeah, you did a two year bid. (laughs) You did a two year bid. Now she's free. Yeah, she's free up now. Um, Sugar Zaddy Freestyle, still going crazy. Uh, Man, how did you come up with, was that a a playful song you were just in your room, just decided to do for fun, or was that, like, premeditated? Um, Do you know what? That, it started as, yeah, it started as just a bit of of fun. I guess I was on tour in France, and Rihanna was over there at the same time, and we was like, we was talking, and she got on a jet, from France back to London in the same time that it took me to get free passport control. (laughs) And I just said, no, life needs to change, you know? (laughs) And then I must have just seen like, yeah, this old kind of silver fox while I was writing my bars in France. And yeah, I just kind of pieced both together, I guess, and created Sugar Zaddy. That's what's up. Did you holler at him though? (laughs) I didn't, you know, it was was one of them ones. I just, yeah, I just looked at him and I was inspired. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, I want someone to look at me and be inspired to write a song. Like, what? How sexy was this nigga? That's crazy. <laughs> this nigga just walking around, people writing similes and shit about this guy. That's amazing. I would so, love to have like a sexy sugar daddy. Because a lot of these sugar daddies be looking like real ugly. Oh, so wait. Like, are you giving up the sugar doll? Giving <laughs> up sexy, sh- though. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> That's all time. We get Alicia out of her shell bit by bit. Every episode, we take her further from Christ. I love it. Um, I have to go pray after this. <laughs> now, you speak of Rihanna. Um, I know that there were, you know, rumblings and, you know, talks of you being possibly a part of the project. I'm not going to ask all that. I just want to know when is the shit coming out? Do you have the inside scoop? <laughs> Do you know what? Everyone asks me this and I honestly don't have a Scooby-Doo. Like I couldn't even, I couldn't even pretend to tell you guys. I don't know anything. In a situation. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I guess obviously they, they had wrapped it up the last that I knew. So mm. I know the next stage is obviously to release it. There's no more to actually work on as far as I, I know. So yeah, and, that's the only thing. And in a situation, in a situation like that, like, do you, do you know for sure you're on the album or is it one of those like, uh, if I do like, I'm just talking in general, obviously not you specifically, but just in general, when artists collaborate on an album, there's no for sure that that song you made will make the album, right? Yeah, no, not at all. You just, um, I guess you create as much as, you know, you, you feel to create, mm-hmm. you know, that just comes naturally. Um, and then, yeah, I guess you'll see the, like the, the organic reaction yeah. when the music's played. But yeah, you still won't really know um, whether you've made the album or not. Yeah, and in the it's U- kind of nerve wracking. Like me. creating something and just sitting there like twiddling your thumbs. Like, <laughs> is, it is it actually gonna go? Ever gonna drop? That's it. listen. That parallels with a lot of different careers. Funny or not, like acting, mm. a lot of different stuff. Even when you do, there are people I know who have gotten greenlit for a TV show, mm-hmm. like wrote it, star in it, whatever it is. Film the whole season 
and nothing. <laughs> like it, they get nothing from it. There's no, it never comes out. They bury it. Something happens. Like you never know because especially with the times that we're in, something can shift. People mm -hmm. can public opinion can shift, and now you got to be like, whoa, I got to take that off. That says something that's not right. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 very odd. But I noticed in the UK that you guys do a lot of like organic connections when it comes to collaboration. Like it's usually friends. Is that true? Um, yeah, generally, you know, over here because it's because it's quite a small community. I guess mm -hmm. everybody knows everybody. So it's pretty easy to get collaborations done. Um, but yeah, I guess some things are done through the labels, but usually that's the overseas connections when it's, yeah, UK to UK. Yeah. Yes, then yeah. definitely a friend or a friend of a friend. That's what's up. I would love to see you on a Toronto track. We've been seeing a lot of those. Which kind of artist would you love her to collab with? Would I love her to collab with? Mm -hmm. <sighs> um... I think Sean Leon would be amazing. Yeah, he would be really dope. She she's probably not gonna know any of these names if I bring no. them up, but I'm gonna check them out. Then. Yeah, you should Wait. check him out. Sean Leon, he's he's top two. He's my favorite rapper in the city. Um, I think Jazz Cartier, she would do really well with Jazz. I think as well. they would have really good energy together. Yeah, it's the energy. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking about. Mm -hmm. And then with Sean, it's like the artistry and the energy match, like it, it'll be a, mm -hmm. it, it would be really dope. Um, do you have you ever been to Canada or Toronto or heard about the like the similarities? Um, do you know what I did? I had a show in Canada, but it wasn't Toronto. I was in like I was in some weird place. You know what I'm like? Um, <laughs> what was that bit called? Alberta. <laughs> no. 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 Um, <laughs> um, it's like it's more like um, BC. Oh yeah, you're in Vancouver, BC, British Columbia. I was around those sides, yeah. And um, wow. I did a festival over there. Um, so I guess I, they were saying it's a bit different to Toronto. <laughs> very but, um... different. Very different. <laughs> but yeah, um, it was good vibes, and I would definitely love to come over to Toronto. Yeah. I know that you lot speak a lot of Patwa, which um, <laughs> yeah, is mm -hmm. that's the lingo, that's the slang over here. Definitely, that's um, what attracted me yeah. to UK music a lot. Was like just the similarities in slang, lifestyle. The only thing is you guys are a little bit more Jamaican than us and a little bit more African than us, I think, because yeah. I'm seeing kids walking down the road with Magnum Roots just like it's a box <laughs> drink or a chubby or something. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, I've never seen chubby. anybody over the under the age of 20 with a Magnum Roots just walking road like, like it's just like a fruit punch. Like, that was crazy to me. I love you actually do that. <laughs> that shit is crazy to me. It's amazing. Um, and one, one thing that I love over there, obviously, uh, Notting Hill Carnival, because we have our own version. We have Carabana, but you guys, you're on steroids with it, man. You guys have the alcohol selling every two doors, <laughs> filling up zoots in front of the police. Like, Absolutely. Uh, do you make it's it a duty to go there every year? Do you know what? I, I try. I definitely, I love carnival. And when I go carnival, everybody knows that I've been carnival. Like I, <laughs> I go there and I show out. Because mm. um, yeah, like I, I, I love music first and foremost. And obviously I love my heritage and, and just, yeah, celebrating my people um, with my people. So yeah, it's definitely a thing I love to do. And I'm sad it's not happening this year, but <sighs> it would have been a bit techy to be fair. I probably wouldn't have gone. 
Yeah, trust me. This Bro. year is it's ours was supposed wild. to be in like weeks, like we're two doing weeks. It on, we're doing it on Zoom though, no? I think, <laughs> I think it's That's like a virtual. I feel like, we're doing. I feel like everybody's gonna have baby powder just in their house, feathers, all this stuff, and just going yeah. off in their living room. Um yeah, and the craziest thing is this would have been the best year for Toronto man's because the borders closed. <laughs> it would have had a lot <laughs> so more success so this year. Would have actually had play. <laughs> no American man's to come fuck up the runs. Like it would have been. Because <laughs> a lot of a lot of guys over here, Nadia, not now as much, but like a little bit back in the day, they used to pretend they're American on Caravan Weekend because Toronto women love American men. And it would just be a mess. Man would just be walking down the street pretending they're from Atlanta, from LA, Missouri. <laughs> and girls would believe them too, going into the hotel room. Shit is crazy, man. Um, what's that's it like wild. over there uh, during this whole COVID, during the whole racial tension that's happening right now? Like, what's, what's the atmosphere like out there? It's, you know, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit tense. Mm -hmm. I won't lie, obviously. You know, over here in the UK, um, there are a lot of white folk. And I feel like um, during the Black Lives Matter, you know, in the in the height of it, because obviously it's, it's, it's still ongoing, but um, in the height of it, it was like they was feeling like we was we was disregarding their lives. Mm. So it became this this fight, like racism racist against people fighting racism it was really it was really weird yeah um but yeah that i guess this is a racist country there's there's racism in this country and we can't we can't deny that or hide from it but mm. i feel like you know the more we continue to protest and and just make the differences that we're, we're making at the moment um we should see a change if not i'm fucking out of here <laughs> facts you could come over here so it's a little bit better not that much better it's a little bit better when i was over there i went i remember i went um to visions that was the first place visions, I went. yeah and it was like smooth as long as you have a girl you're good to get in right yeah and then i went to some other places like i'm, I'm i think one place is called district uh, yeah oh my goodness you went district yo oh, and this Lord. is where i saw the parallels with toronto in racism because like mm. you notice it at the front door of clubs in toronto <laughs> from the fucking line you know okay it's gonna be one of those nights mm. and <laughs> district gave me that feeling times 10 i left i i, would, I didn't even wait in the queue anymore i was like i was seeing what was going on at the front and I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to be embarrassed right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not about to yeah. be embarrassed right now. Um, it's not even worth it. For what? Facts. What? I can just go visions <laughs> and turn up till six a.m. Yeah. <laughs> visions is a little ratchet. It's like a little basement. It's beautiful. It's like a little yeah. basement jam, and it's just like the the most random group of people will just be there. It's never like What's a it set. Uh, visions. Oh. They close down now. They close down. Yeah, man, they closed down that whole <gasps> strip of, of clubs. Wow. They, they're so killing it over here. Is it the black clubs that they're closing down? Of course. Well, obviously. See, Toronto. <laughs> I'm telling you. They did the same thing to us. We have a street out here called Peter Street that used to have yeah. at least five clubs that every weekend was the spot. Like, that strip was buzzing. Now it's dead. Not one club on their left. Except for Trist. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> they always leave the worst club for the man them like it's just horrible you know? damn um 
So yes, with your your music, we got to get back to the music because you got EP on the way, correct? Correct. All right. And when's that slated to drop? Do you know a title? Do you know how much tracks? Who's featuring? How much videos we're getting? What are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) These are a lot of exclusives. Do you know what? Uh, Do you know? Yeah, I will tell you. I haven't actually told anyone, but I'm going to tell you. Jeez, Um, hold on. This is actually going to be exclusive, 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 exclusive. (laughs) Premiere, 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 premiere. Exclusive. We're extra over here. My EP, First Class, mm. is dropping August 7th. Jeez, two days after my birthday. Are you sick? I sleep. Are you sick? It's <laughs> a Leo season. Her birthday present to you, Marlon. That's what's up. I really appreciate that. Um, <laughs> and what can we expect from this EP? Given it's, Is this your first project that you're going to drop after the label? Yes, this Ooh. is the first one dropping on my own label. So this um, is big. Super excited about. Um... And yeah, it's just, uh, I guess it's it's a follow-up um, to what you would have had um, <laughs> on the projects I had before. Mm. But um, it's it's just super grown. It's grown, it's sexy. There's a lot of, you know, you know you're going to have flows for days. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just it's just super grown and it's good feels. There's a there's an array of genres, you know, I'm very versatile. Definitely. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm an artist, so it's not just rapping. There's, there's singing. There's um, I've been reggae. on some of the production. A little bit of reggae. <laughs> of course, baby, you got everything. <laughs> everything. If you don't get it on this one, you're gonna get it on the album, 100. percent Are we getting any any Afro bashment from you? Because I just learned that this was a. Genre. I've been trying to figure out what is the genre you put people like Kojo. Um, Jay Huss, uh, what's that youth's name that sings the Be Young? Like, I was like, what is the genre of this music? Because it's so unique. It's a fusion of so many things. And I just found out it's called Afro Swing or Afro Bashment. Is that? Yeah, Afro Swing. Yeah, yeah. Do we have any of those vibes on, on the EP? Um, on this EP? No, I wouldn't say that's on this EP. Um, I'm definitely featured on some tracks like that that are on the way. Sick. And um, yeah, I've got material like that that you'll probably get on the album, which is following up not long after the EP. I love it. I love it. And you say that this is grown and sexy. Now, <laughs> absolutely. If you've been a Nadia Rose fan, <laughs> you've known that she's been in her grown and sexy bag. She's been throwing little, <laughs> little dash here, a little dash here. And then lately, it's been a squirting explosion <laughs> of the grown and sexy, not only on, on the music, on the Twitter, on the socials. You had a little, uh, I remember people thought you were dropping on OnlyFans at one point. What is going on? What is happening? Okay. <laughs> oh, now intern mic work, huh? <laughs> you, you said squirting and he like, was like, wait, what? what? That man wait, dropped what? everything. You Can are I a sick up? man. We gonna get into you later. We gonna get into you later, nigga. Yeah, you nigga. We gonna get into your horny, horny fast later. Don't God worry about that. But Nadia, what is going yes. on, man? Is it, is it a change in diet? Are you, are you releasing what has been hidden beneath this whole time? <laughs> Do you know what? Um, do you know what it is? I I always had this this conscious thing, right, when I was first coming into this, to like to make sure that people just listen to me. Mm. Like I found that, especially being a woman, when you come in it and people see maybe you have a certain assets or they like they like what they see about you, they 
they might not necessarily listen to you. They're just going to be following you because they like where you look, yep. how you look. True. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to ensure that people were actually listening to me. Um, and, yeah, I guess just as I've grown as as a woman, as an artist, um, I'm just I'm just comfortable and confident with who I am and what I have. And I'm I'm happy to share that with you guys now, I guess. Yes, share it. Share it, yes. <laughs> share it all. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, definitely. I see. I think people uh, kind of tried to point that out as like a, a detriment to your career early on like they would say they would ask you the question and frame it in a way where it was like oh are you sure you don't want to get sexy for us like i noticed it very early on that you were just you were on your own time like you didn't care what anybody had to add into your career or any outside opinions you were on your own time and like especially what you said with like the whole coming into the game as a woman thing. That those are things men don't even have to worry about. Niggas are talking about fucking and my dick this long and all this shit three tracks in. So it's like, do you feel and like no one says anything? And no one says anything. So so you That's don't true. feel like a woman can really come up speaking on those topics because that becomes the focal point. I mean, I wouldn't say that that, that a woman can't. Mm. I just wanted to to ensure that that wasn't what it was for me for your own passion um, yeah i just yeah i gave people an array of things you know like i might have teased certain certain sexual bars but it, the it wouldn't have been the focus mm-hmm. you know um and then yeah then i gave songs that were that were more dominated with that content just because i'm i'm able to do that i don't have any boundaries you know yeah. um so yeah and now you're I mean, talking like, about you like monkeys because you like the dick swinging. I said, <laughs> more, more Yo, I heard that shit on the, on the, what was it, the freestyle? Was it Charlie Sloth? And I said, yeah, yo, she not hide no more, you know? She not hide again. Go ahead, sister. <laughs> you were saying something, Alicia? Talk your talk. <laughs> yeah, speak it for Alicia. I feel like, in, in in whatever I do, someone out there is going to relate, whether mm-hmm. I'm speaking about sex, I'm speaking about weed, I'm speaking about spiritualness, like somebody out there is going to relate. So, you know, I'm just going to keep it real and, and do me. That's what's up. Do you remember the point, because uh, uh, everybody has these breaking points, and I, I was, we make it our duty whenever we speak to someone, because we love comparing people's journey, like the, the uprising and whatnot. Um, do you remember the breaking point where you're like, that's it, it's music and nothing else? Um, yeah, do you know what? For me, it was while I was working my nine to five, I was working in a betting shop, mm-hmm. um, and I was also going to uni. Um, and I had like a little studio set up at home, right? So I would go uni, go work, and then do some work on the, on the, um, in the studio. Mm. And then it got to a point where I would start going uni, go to work, and then I'd just be going to sleep. I wouldn't be giving no time to the music. Yeah. And I feel like it just got to that point where I realised I wasn't, I was giving my energy to the other things that I didn't necessarily feel passionate about like yeah. that. Um. So, yeah, then I just said, you know, I'm going to put all my eggs in this one basket, as they say. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so this, this career. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Like, we all, I remember my breaking point was dishwashing. I feel like everybody has it during the nine to five. Like you're just like, right. why am I here? I'm better than this. Like it's, it's just a lot. Alicia, what was yours? Uh, when I got fired from when I worked at an advertising agency mm. and I got fired and 
I like knew I didn't, I wanted to like really chase after going back in working in radio. So yeah, it got, I got fired and I hopped on the TTC, went back home and I was like, thank you, Jesus. So <laughs> let's get the ball in the world. And then like, I didn't, I didn't have a job for like a year, almost a year and a half until I got wow. my first full-time job. So oh, I just wow. like hustled. How long was it until you released music? Um, after you, after you said I'm off this. About a year and a half, I was just going around, um, doing live shows. Like my friend Bam, she beatboxes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would go to these open mics and she'd be beatboxing. I'd be rapping over it and yeah, people would just be going nuts, but I never actually put anything out. Um, so I just created this kind of weird live fan base, but when we left the show, they couldn't go and find nothing of mine. So I thought, all right. It's time for me to put something out now and then mm. yeah i dropped my first thing station nice a year and a half after yeah and a lot of pe- I, I, we hear it over here but i'm not too sure if it's facts or one of those just black folklore things but is it true that you are cousins with stormzy that is true okay bless okay that's What's not that? i was hoping it wasn't one of those like you know sierra, sierra got a dick type of stories because <laughs> <laughs> i'm like this is just a weird one to say like why would you even do that um <laughs> and do you find like do you detach yourself from Stormzy's brand in like in any sort of way just for your own path to come up on yourself or is there any times where you guys are like yo we should do something together um do you know i feel like we've just both on our like own individual paths i mean like we've created music together like from you know ages ago just mm-hmm. before anything took off for either of us mm-hmm. um and yeah, obviously he supports me. I support him, and I guess we know that when when the time is right, we'll you know we'll do we'll do something Definitely. impactful. Surely, yeah. Definitely, that's gonna be a big moment, big moment for everyone, especially in the UK. <laughs> um, and one go ahead. Sorry, go ahead one thing show. I was gonna say that um, when I go into like your Apple Music, you do have like a lot of like work up there, so that's really good. So if anybody who doesn't know who you are, they definitely need to check you out. There's plenty of work that you can uh, all dive into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, what else do we have here? This is, uh, we'll get into some of our extra gravy news. We just get into the pop culture stuff that we see throughout the week. Um, this has been a heavy, heavy week, man. A lot of just turmoil. It's been a heavy 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours has been wild. Like, it, it, so many people have passed. Um, R.I.P. to Naya Rivera, whose body was found um, at Lake Piru. They they've been searching for days and and found her. Um, they're still unsure of what exactly happened. Which I think that's like the most annoying part of social media is just seeing people coming up with theories and like trying to predict what happened. It's very very odd. Uh, everybody it's like everybody wants the worst to have happened they want it to be like more than what it actually is like at the end Mm. of the day she like more than likely just drowned it right and people are like i was on the live video from the sheriffs and one person was like she was chopped up like i was there i seen her head like halfway off and i was like why are you so sick sick, to create this and other people were like just you know saying that she was a dub abducted by like somebody on a, a, a ski jet and like i've seen i've seen like, the stories of do her too much not everything is a criminal minds episode yeah like everything yeah everything's csi with these people i don't understand <laughs> it like, they want the most to fucking happen she insane. lost her life 
And I've seen the other sensationalized parts where it's like, oh, she saved her son and didn't have the strength to get up. Like, where do you people come up with these things? It's <laughs> well, that one was actually said by the sheriff. Well, he said that there were, there's currents there that they think might have been activated. They still don't know. That was yeah. just his prediction. He said he that that's happened before in the past. He doesn't know for sure, but like the last thing that he said was that he would assume because the boat was not anchored that it could have drifted because mm -hmm. they have currents in the afternoon and she had to like essentially swim with her and her son to get back yeah. and wouldn't have had enough energy to like, you know, just enough to get there. Well, I mean, out of all the theories that I've heard, I'm hoping that that's the one because that, like, every anything else every, that would point to so much. Like, you're seeing so much social media um, reposts of moments with her and her son, and like the love that she had for this little boy. Obviously, it's her son, mm -hmm. and I know people really want that to be the story because of how it would frame everything. You know what I mean? Like. People yeah. remember her in such an amazing light. I didn't realize she was a part of so many moments in black culture. Me either. Like, mm. wow, Family Matters, Fresh Facts. Prince, B2K, Why I Love You. Mm -hmm. Like the list. Smart guy, smart girlfriend. Guy. Yep. Like she was always just that Soul hot take. the TV show. She was on Soul Food? The TV oh, wow. show, the TV wow. series. Oh. Yeah, she, she, she had her hand in black culture um, tenfold and like, it's, it's we didn't even know it. Even on in Glee, she played a character that was LGBTQ and helped a lot of closeted women come out with mm -hmm. her with her character. So she's left a lasting impact, um, and you can see it. Like I love uh, seeing things like this afterwards because it goes to show you don't have to be in the news all the time and broadcast things to live a good life and to lead one mm. that is by example. You know what I mean? Like you never seen mm -hmm. her in the news until it was that whole big Sean debacle, which that's a whole other story. People are getting at him about the, I don't fuck with you song right now. Oh yeah, I saw that. And that's like how many years old, <laughs> like, and that man might yeah. be going through it right now. Like, I mean, he probably is. That's like his ex. Like, like I would be going through it and to put that on top of him. And you know, as soon as he leaves his house, good thing right now is the whole COVID thing or else he'd be swarmed by paparazzi everywhere. Like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Mm. And uh, in a lot of ways, man, we forget about celebrities, humanity, bro. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. Like I always, I always, when I think about her, I always think about the line he had, um, saying how my girl's on Glee and shit, probably making more money than me, me and shit. <laughs> Fuck the Glee shit. This girl <laughs> been working since she popped out her mama's yeah, coochie. Like, yeah, she been making money. And the fact that the her checks. resume, like, I never knew this. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah we should have known. that. That's the thing. Like, people like that, like, uh, the guy who played Jason Pitts in the game as well, he's been on mm -hmm. a ton of those shows, but people don't talk about it. So, Matt, it's just a lot. A lot of people, uh, unfortunately, passed away. We have Mandela's daughter that passed away yesterday at the age of 59. Mm -hmm. Um, you have that YouTube star, uh, Nicole Thea, um, the eight, eight months pregnant that unfortunately passed away. Just a sad so story, sad. man. Like, especially like, seeing sorry. all of the videos of her and her, her man, like celebrating, finding out the gender reveal and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. was she big over there in the UK? Um, yeah, she was actually pretty big. Um, and a lot of people obviously, um, got to know her. Mm. through um you know the pregnancy journey that she shared um and you know just seeing their enjoyment 
it was actually so beautiful to watch. And yeah, then, yeah just hearing this sad news, it's, it's been heartbreaking. And a lot of the industry over here is definitely very crushed um, and it'll be uh, very hard to recover from. Definitely. I'm feeling for that man, you know, because... They Absolutely. Just, you could see the love through all the things that they like. A lot of these times, yeah. I, I don't like the YouTube couples because everything comes off as like performative. But yeah. with them, you could tell like it was a genuine enjoyment. They're enjoying each other, and it just, it just, man, it's really sad to see something like this happen. Um, a lot of people obviously coming up with their own theories once again, but it is important to stress like especially with black women. I just did a, an episode on the Patreon yesterday um, dealing with postpartum depression and pregnancy depression and how doctors treat black women during pregnancy. Um, although this may not be attached to that, I'm not saying it is. It is mm -hmm. something that we do need to pay attention to because black women, when it comes to hospitals and doctors, they're not being cared for in the right way. It's just that simple. And a lot of things can be prevented if there are some changes that are made, especially to the way that people think about black women in the terms mm -hmm. of they're strong and they can handle anything. And like mm -hmm. in the past two days, I've heard some insane stories about yeah. girls. Um, one girl, she was in labor and uh, she peed the bed basically because like she, could, she couldn't use her legs. She was in labor for 26 hours. And she's asking the nurse to help her to washroom, help her to washroom, help her to washroom. The nurse is ignoring her. Like, just flat mm -hmm. out ignoring someone that was in labor for 26 hours. And she ended up peeing the bed. Nurse didn't even clean it. She had to call her mom to come to the hospital and clean her up. Wow. Like, you see, wow. it's so important. And I feel really bad for the people that have to go through this on their own. Like, having somebody there to advocate for you yeah. when you're going through this. Like, because I just think about like oh my gosh what if i was by myself or something like that like that would be a horrible experience especially yeah. if the care like during covid especially right because yeah, a lot yeah. of the times like this is a time where you're more likely to not have anybody around you yeah. all the time yep. um i would i don't know i'm um it's a lot yeah man, it's a lot. a lot um in more bad news uh what's his name brashear gray i believe he played a character on empire he was like oh. one of the sons on Empire. He got arrested mm -hmm. for domestic violence against his wife. Um, we saw Tory Lanez get arrested yesterday <laughs> uh, for gun concealed weapon. And apparently, at first it was like, oh, Tory Lanez uh, had a gun and there's shell casings on the floor and Meg's injured. And I was like, wait, what's happening right now? I just seen this <laughs> nigga so swimming in titties much. the night before. And... <laughs> Apparently, Meg cut her leg on glass from the car. So yeah. we don't know yet if there were shots fired at the car, out of the car, what the whole story is. But yeah. it's not looking good for Tori right now. Someone who has had arguably one of the best years so far. Um, and for this to happen right now, horrible timing. He's, he's just mm -hmm. coming off of a bad label situation similar to Nadia's. And mm -hmm. so... It's very disheartening. Um, we're hoping and, for the best for him. And I've seen his court date signed until October. That's so far from now. What? Yeah. But he's on bail, dropped no? his, Huh? Is he out on bail, though? I don't know if he's on bail yet. But they dropped his, like, uh, booking info, the sheet or whatever, and it yeah. said, like, court date, October 13th. I was like, damn! 
Damn, if yeah. he don't get out on bail, then that's a long time. Then he locked up in those no, prisons. I think he's out on bail. For, I yeah. think they said it said yeah. thirty five thousand for bail on that booking sheet, and all people could all people could worry about was the fact that it said five three. Yeah. And 120 pounds. And 120 pounds. That's all people were focused on. And I was like, <laughs> they are hoeing this man out. Why would you why would you release that? <laughs> why would you release and then man's were posting the old mugshot that he had and saying, Oh no, nah, they they ripped off the hair implants. I was like, You guys are doing too much, man. The man is going through it right now. Don't kick him when he's down like that. That's crazy. It's the internet. Yeah, <laughs> they don't stop for anybody. <laughs> we realized that last week with Will Smith. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about this shit, man. What the fuck is going on? An entanglement? <laughs> A blood clot entanglement? Yeah. <laughs> First of all. Entanglement sounds good right now. Oh, oh, mm. does it? Yeah. Maybe she's just a clown girl. It sounds good, don't it? It sounds sweet. You are a sickle. You are, yo, we're turning Alicia into a monster, eh? We're turning Alicia into a monster. An entanglement. How did you guys feel about this whole interview? Nadia, we'll start with you. How did you feel about this interview? Did you see it? I did. Um, do you know what? Having had a few entanglements in my day, mm. I, I knew... I knew what she was trying to say, but in a moment like that, when Jimmy is sat at the red table, Jimmy, she should have just said, yeah, this is what it was. Obviously, my thing, my only concern is that, as far as I know, August came around as Jaden's friend. Mm -hmm. Talk about um, it. Which, yeah. Talk about be, it. Oh. Talk about it. <laughs> Let's put this into perspective, shall we? <laughs> I, a grown um, man at my home, okay, my daughter <laughs> brings over a friend, a legal friend, legal, but a friend nonetheless, all right? Me and my wife ain't getting along. <laughs> this young lady is on drugs. Her family has died. She's going blind. At one point, she's dying. I then... Help and mentor this young lady. You know, I'm going to take her up under my wing. I'm going to take care of this young girl. And then I have sex with her for over a year. And then I leave and call her an entanglement. How do you guys feel about this? Woo. That's, that's, that's canceling season right there. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> the Twitter, Instagram, they're coming for me. Jada, is, Jada can't do that, man. She got to take this L. I'm not allowing this entanglement business. <laughs> I think that the entanglement thing is a little bit disrespectful. Like she just mm. she needed to. I'm happy that Will Smith was like entanglement. Entanglement. Yeah. Like, come on now. Just what, say. What are you and, doing, Jada? Because he, he could have just like, you know, bypassed it and whatever. So I'm happy that he like pressured to be like, no, it was a relationship. But at the same time, like, I'm actually happy that she said what she said because she didn't have to. Right? Yes, they she did. Just like, yes, she did. No, no, she didn't have to. She did have to. She did. She listen. She is Jada Pinkett Smith. There are pictures proving all the narrative of what he said. She had no, to speak on something. No, but that doesn't mean that. That doesn't mean that she owes us an explanation. She does when she she does when she takes Snoop Dogg on there and he owes everybody an explanation when she <laughs> don't even know Snoop Dogg like that. When you said that about Gail, I thought you were talking to me. That's what well, she listen. said to Snoop. 
but at the end of the day, these people sign up to come to the red table, right? So they're like, okay, like, let me like foreclose this information. Like I will share it with mm -hmm. you. So, I mean, technically she didn't really have to, she could have just ignored it. Just like Beyonce and Jay-Z never really told us who the fuck Becky was and like all that other shit, but like, whatever, at least she came out and at least they didn't also, cause I said this before, I was scared that they were going to play up on the fact that he isn't necessarily mentally well. And oh, no way they could have done that. If, if they did that, then that would have really like, like hurt me. That would have been horrible. But, do you well, know what I mean? Well, but they could have done it because they had the power. At the end of the day, they really do have the power over She him. dressed it up like that. She dressed up the, the mental illness talks with words like journey and <laughs> his path <laughs> and all that. Mm -hmm. She Jada knows how to dress it up. I'll put it mm -hmm. that way. From the journey to entanglement. She dressed it up very nicely. And also, in terms of, like, did she have to do it or not, remember, every time she does the Red Table Talk, it's because of a viral moment. She's trying to capitalize as yeah. well off of a viral moment. Mm -hmm. Now, this is the first time there's not a third person at the table. That yeah. was key to me. Because it's almost like someone posting something and turning off the comments. Who's going to hold you accountable under this post now? <laughs> the Will's not going to hold you accountable. You're his wife. He's going to hold you accountable to the point where you're not a villain. And that's, I feel like that's what he did. Because in everything she was saying, it looked like Will wasn't doing shit wrong. It looked like they had a disagreement. She said, yo, I want to see other people. Mm -hmm. And he just had to be like, I mean, I guess. And then everything he did that people are pointing out Margot Robbie or whatever, the, the things that people haven't even really proven yeah. look like a reaction to everything that she did mm -hmm. instead of, uh, Oh yeah, we both Maybe came to an agreement. Before. Like it's, it was, a it was both of them, but, but it was really Jada. <laughs> I don't, if, I don't know if you've watched their episodes before, like generally or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be. Um, I don't know which episode it was, but I do remember, um, and it wasn't even an episode two. I also seen the clip later on. Um, Will had said he had this realization years ago, a couple of years ago that he can't actually make her happy. Mm -hmm. So this was something that she was dealing with. Like she just was not happy. So, I mean, like he said, kinda, he said, go out there and look for it. And I don't, and prove to me that you can even be happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was like, I can't make you happy. Like we are. And so they've talked about it on the red table to talk. And then he's talked about it personally, like on his own social yeah. media about the fact that like, like we as humans can't make other people happy. They need to be able to find happiness within themselves in order to be in a successful relationship. So, I mean, like, I don't know, like she just chose the wrong person to do it with. Messy. I'm not mad at her that she did it. Like, I'm not mad at him that he, like, allowed it. She just chose the wrong fucking person to do that it. Because messy. all of that, he is messy, period. Four years <laughs> later, <laughs> when your album dropped, that's when you want to bring this thing up? That's crazy. Yeah, he's, he's so messy. And obviously, like, there's, there's effects that are going to happen to him because, like, he's not healed from it. And he wasn't healed then. And it was, like, taking advantage of him in his situation like she could have found some other young she could have found marlon marlon would have done it too i mean shit, i'm here i'm here my cocky swing like a monkey like <laughs> what, what the problem i can pink it that smith that's not a yeah. problem my goodness man people are just you know inconsiderate 
Yeah, she um, was just, you messed up. She chose the wrong one, sis. No. And proof that, further proof that the mess of August is, is real is Kiki Palmer saying, yeah, you know, August and me never dated. And him coming up, you're damn right we didn't date. <laughs> like this nigga just, for no reason, just says, yo, you absolutely right. I was caps lock, never your man. You could possibly never, shorty. It seems you got you mad you cur you got curved, but your friends are the reason for that. They showed me an endless thread of text pics of me that that you sent, worried about who I date, and begged me to not further disturb your mental instability. I they just feel like that's so fucking extra. Kiki Palmer's <laughs> friends are the extra ones. Why are you showing the man the group chat, yo? What the heck is that? Maybe she's just a clown, yeah. You can't show the man the group chat. Like, do you guys, do you guys have uh, a set group chat? Do you guys talk about your men with some girls? I don't have. Or do a you guys chat. keep it to yourself? I'd be talking to my friends, but I don't have a group chat with all my friends because all my friends, I feel like, are just like singular. Mm. Like, I have singular friendships. None of them have, know like, each other. <laughs> they know each other because of me, but it's not like they actually have that um, real bond or whatever. Oh, so, okay, true. If I talk to somebody about it, like it's gonna be me and them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I hear that. I hear Barbie that. Barbie This guy, this guy, man, I don't know. He's doing a lot. Nadia, I know you have to go to a studio session. Do you have to leave right now? Um, wait. What's the time? Me having it. It's like. Um, I can probably do like two more minutes. Is that right? Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kanye for president. Nadia, saying you're voting. You know what? I'm I'm voting. I'm Team Kanye. Are okay. you Team Kanye for real? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. I love I love Kanye. Like I have from from when I was young, and I feel like some of the moves he makes. I feel like he. A lot of people will say he's a genius, and then people will be like, oh, "No, nah, he's not." But I feel like he is really clued up, and he makes smart moves. And um, yeah, it'd be good to see to see what he could do. It'd be in, it, what, mm. it, what, after you have Trump, Trump after you have Trump, like this is what I was saying last week. After you have Trump, anybody just seems like a step up, man. Anybody just <laughs> seems like, like a step like up. It's like Trump is the worst that anybody could possibly get. Anyone. So it doesn't even matter who comes next as long as it's not Trump. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's that Facts. simple. And then Joe Biden, he's moving like he has Alzheimer's. Like I don't know if I could trust that guy. <laughs> That's crazy. He probably does. All these niggas is old as fuck. How come you gotta be so old to run for a president? That's facts. Like <laughs> these niggas are about to drop dead, and then they get to run the country. That makes no sense. Some of them might That's just be thirty four because they're white. So you never know. Like them skin age like milk. Sometimes you know. <laughs> them, some of them might be like thirty five. Donald Trump, I swear, that guy's like twenty six. Trust me. Stop. Um, <laughs> I saw him at Visions. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Like this guy's, he's a young boy. Yo. Um, nah, but just the thought of, just the thought of that happening is just so surreal to me. Like, it, Kanye is going to have pictures of himself and statues everywhere they took down the statues. Do you guys understand that? Like, <laughs> you're gonna at see least Kanye. Not racist. You're going to see Kanye Bye. everywhere. He's going to make everyone pray before school. Um, you cannot get a job unless you have the Holy Ghost. Like, it's going to be a problem. You guys don't understand. <laughs> you guys do not understand. I, I'm not about it. I'm, I'm down for Kim being first lady because then we'll have, you know, a first lady that got naked before that we actually enjoy seeing naked. 
Um, <laughs> Melania, <laughs> my goodness, <laughs> that's not my kids. <laughs> um, and his running mate is looking like Chance the Rapper. Chance was on hey. his shit yesterday, uh, advocating for Kanye, and was met with that backlash. But more importantly, he was met with <laughs> Terry Crews. <laughs> this man tweeted some fuckery, and Terry Crews is like, "Hey man, I agree." Chance said, "No, no, no, no." He's like, "I take it back. We gonna run it back. <laughs> we gonna run it back." Wheel that. Uh, this guy said, "Okay, I'm now sprinting down the hill." Uh, that <laughs> I understand the improbability of Ye winning the 46th presidential seat, and I understand that everyone voting for Biden isn't necessarily doing so enthusiastically. I am for black liberation, and do not accept my recent endorsement from Terry Crews. <laughs> At least he's like, "Fuck that." No, no is not right. <laughs> this is this is an ongoing trend with Chance, though. Every time he says something stupid, someone equally as dumb co-signs him and he runs it back <laughs> do you guys remember when trump shouted him out at least at least he realizes that his shit is stupid then when these people co-sign him that's when he was like oh this what i said was really fucking yeah. stupid so maybe i shouldn't have he said definitely that. needs to run it back and just never tweet again because every time he tweets <laughs> it's something man it's something nadia thank you so much for joining us uh the ep first class august 7th Yes, correct. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Correct. Oh, uh, and also I should let you know, mm -hmm. um, I've got another single dropping next week, uh, 21st. Let's go. So many exclusives. Uh, that one's called Bad and Bougie. Okay. Um, so look out for that. And is there are there any features that we could we should look out for? Do you know what? Um, on on this on this project, it's it's all about me. But hey. surrounding the project release, um, I've got some features. Um, I can tell you about one with. An artist over here called Alakai Harley. Alakai um, Harley. Yeah, check her out. She's a dancehall artist. Um, she's bad. That's what's um, up. Yeah, we got a track coming. And there's a few more. So yeah, stay posted. That's what's up. Uh, looking forward to all of the honeyness on this album. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will so be shooting up the club to one of the songs. I'll have you know <laughs> which one it is um, when it happens. He's got his honey ready. I'm just going to come on the timeline, tag you, and just put a machine gun. Just fucking... <laughs> Um, by the way, Respect. Nadia, I, thank you once again. I'm going to flex right here. I'm going to flex a little bit. You know, when I was out in the UK the last time, she, she allowed me to come to one of her shows and watch her live. And that shit was amazing. Um, however, you still do owe me a blunt. So I will be coming for that. Um, she owes me a blunt. Listen, Nadia had me stand up outside at the place for 30 minutes. No, All right. No, no, oh, no, yo, no. yo, I'm coming. I'm coming. Then boom. Oh, we have to hit this after party. And I was like, okay. All right. All right. All right. I, yeah. I see how it is. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. But I'm going to hit you for that zoo just now. No, 100%. I've got you. I got you for two. How's that? Ah, let's go. Oh, you heard that intro. Hey. Write that down for me in a minute. All right. We have yep. it forever now. When we're out there. <laughs> yep. Shout out Respect, to Nadia. Man. Thank you Thanks for coming. For me. Yeah, no doubt, Thank man. No doubt. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye. Later. Um, what else is going on this week? We heard, we found out that Timbaland is a little freaky boy. <laughs> Timbaland, what is going on? Um, How old was he then? 
Yo, he was a grown man. I believe they, somebody said he was 26 at the time that Aaliyah uh, was 16. And yeah. he said this, uh, when I first met Aaliyah, it's time for the world to hear this. I'm going to give a little secret here. I was in love with her. Timbaland said in the resurfaced video, uh, she's just a baby. I'm old. I'm just going to be her brother. Oh, man, I was fighting. I was fighting a lot. <laughs> a big war. But I loved Aaliyah. Uh, when I first met I, my wife, I knew I was going to marry her. Why? Because she looked like Aaliyah. Nigga, what the fuck? Okay, that's so shady on his way. If I was his wife, I would have been like, bitch, you going to marry who? Because I look like who? Like, Yo, no. Man dated a diet no. version of Aaliyah, Aaliyah Light. That's no. crazy. <laughs> you can't do that. No. I'm just not interested in and that. And his wife don't look like Aaliyah. I saw her. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Your wife she was dreaming. Like he Aaliyah. was dreaming. He was like, oh, she, her hair swoops down like Aaliyah. Uh, That's close <laughs> she covered one eye just like Aaliyah. <laughs> her lazy eye just like Aaliyah. My wife once told me to pick it up and try again, and I knew right then. <laughs> she was the one. <laughs> she was the one. I said, are you that somebody? <laughs> Now, now we gotta go on Alicia, Aaliyah, little little biz, real quick. I haven't listened to wait, Aaliyah wait. in a long time. Hold on, her whole um thing is on YouTube now. Um, which one is it? Oh, uh, what's on which YouTube? album? One of her albums is all on YouTube now. You know, it's really hard to find Aaliyah music now. Is it? You know, her family pulled everything off the DSPs. You know that. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Can y'all really feel me? Ooh. West Coast. Hey. Dirty, dirty. Ah, oh, now that dirty sounds weird. The dirty sounds weird now. What's the dirty south, sir? Sickle. I've been watching you like a hawk in the sky. That fly, and you were my prey. If we keep bumping heads, I know that one of these days We gon' forget up while they talk on the phone But so, I don't know if that's good I've been holding back this secret from you I probably shouldn't tell you, but If I, if I let you know Hey, I'm talking about oh, oh. Are you responsible? <laughs> Let me see you go. There's an intern shit right here. Hey, hey. Intern used to be at recess, like. Hey, playing foot hockey. <laughs> this nigga playing red ass. <laughs> Hearing it's Friday. Imagine playing red ass with a kid. Oh my god! <laughs> and he just breaks out into song. It's Friday, and I'm ready to sing. <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's been a long time. Woo! Without a no beat. Step two. Step two. Step two. Step 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 step. It's been a long time. Yeah. We shouldn't have left you. Left you. Don't be step two, 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 step two,
freaking baby girl. What would you do oh. to get to me? Oh. What would you say to have your way? Would you give up or try again if I hesitate? All I remember is Jet Li trying to dance. Or play your role. Tell all the and if you got three left feet. If I say no, would you turn away or play me off? Or would you say no? I used to pick up branches and dance. Do that dance. Shout out to Aaliyah, man. Shout, Shout out to Aaliyah. Aaliyah, man. Shout out to baby girl. Shout, Shout out, out to baby Detroit. girl, man. She from Detroit? Yeah. She's that close. Wait, Aaliyah was that close to Toronto? Yeah, so she was born in Brooklyn, but she moved to Detroit, um, like when she was a like a baby or whatever. Kid, Detroit. I think a baby, but yeah, Atlanta. Detroit. What? I never knew that about Leah. For some mm-hmm. reason, I always thought she was from like, yeah, like New York or LA, like predominantly, like just stayed there. Mm-mm. I had no. She she from the D. What was R. Kelly doing in Detroit? Hey, a lot of people been in the D. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> We don't want to talk about who's been in R. Kelly's D. George is gonna, just gonna veer left <laughs> on that topic. Uh, <laughs> you can't say the D when R. Kelly's in the same sentence. You just can't do it. It's just not right. <laughs> oh, brother! How did he find her at sixteen? How did all these niggas? Wait, hold on. Well, I mean, she went to she went to a performing arts school in Detroit. She that, actually went to the same school as Delicious. That means nothing to me. Where is Timbaland and R. Kelly oh, finding but, her at 16 years old? Well, first of all... 14 um, years old, sorry. Hold on. I'm pretty sure Aaliyah's aunt was, like, a singer. Mm. So, okay, Detroit is really big for, like, Motown and stuff like that. And a lot mm. of people came out of there, um, like Diana Ross, yeah. like Steve Wonder, like, like all these people. So yeah. Detroit was definitely a hot spot when it comes to talent. And so she went to one of the biggest performing art school... Um, out there mm-hmm. so obviously like the Motown people obviously knew who she was so it's obviously an easy connection but I'm pretty sure that her like aunt was a part of the music um, industry and helped get her recognition recognition um, she said okay so, so she first gained recognition at the age of 10 when she appeared on a television show Star Search oh she was on Star Search and performed in concert alongside Gladys Knight that's when Performed she Performed with Gladys Knight? Yeah, at 10 years old. Jesus yes. Christ. Yes. Yeah. She was, a, so she was age, a childhood phenom. She was like a Justin Bieber. Yeah, so she started at 10. And then she signed to Jive Records at 12. And her uncle, Barry Hankerson, who I guess is a part of, um, like, so he's a part of the music business, introduced her to R. Kelly, who became her mentor. And Damn you, Ben! Damn it! So Barry Hankerson. Oh, Barry is the reason. Not Ben. Barry. 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 Yeah. Damn you, Barry! <laughs> but first, yeah, so that's how it happened. <laughs> Damn so you, Norm! Hi, Norm. Hi, Norm. Hi, Norm. Thanks for uh, joining us here on the show that and you're a have, part of. Yeah, we have somebody in the background walking around naked. <laughs> you got naked people in the back. What up? Yeah. Naked. <laughs> 
Yes, JTV. My dog Johnny. Johnny, bomb, 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 He can't hear y'all, but he knows y'all saying what up. Um, I'm sorry. I mean, thanks for joining us, bro. Hi guys. So good to be back, but uh, you miss Nadia. Nadia just left three minutes ago. I know. I honestly, as much as I wanted to jump in, I was like, I don't want to ruin the flow. Oh, that's why. Oh, yeah. I told him to do it now or never. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was was the time. Because, man, I don't know if you could tell. I'm doing this on my phone. Uh, we can tell uh, the audio sounds better yeah but you okay. said i don't know how but this, this is the, the best, best you've ever, ever had let's go, let's go. we fixed it phone from this point let's on go. don't let's kill go. me that's amazing if the internet actually, sticks out the whole like sticks throughout the whole thing then we know what's up and that's the way it's that's looking way. good right now it's looking real good um <laughs> how was your week my week was yo it was so hectic this is one of the most hectic weeks i've ever had in a long time why was it so well, hectic? Well, first and foremost, comedy is back in my life. Hey. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's weird. It's, like it's weird, jerk. though, because stand-up comedy and social distancing are a weird combination. Very. Um, but uh, especially in small outdoor spaces. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing if it's in a park, you could spread out, but this was a backyard. No roof. Uh, no ceiling to trap in the no laughs. Roof, no nothing. Uh, I mean, there was a small little garage opening that allowed glass to kind of live for a second. Yeah. But overall, it was just weird because even the people, a good majority of the people that came out, it was their first outing. Oh. So a lot of those people were just like, I don't know how to laugh. I don't know how to react. I don't know how to, you know, and on top of that, Things are so sensitive in the world. I was just about to say this. People don't know what to laugh at anymore. What to laugh at? Yes, I was just about to ask you that. Perfect example. One of my killer jokes. All right, the national anthem. Oh my god! Not the national anthem. So, from uh, for those of you who do not know uh, the context of this joke, when I do this joke, I, I let people know that you know black soul is on another level and it's it's apparent through the the national anthem when sung by an african-american so then i proceed to say you know i would like to share with you my rendition of the star spangled manners sung in the key of african-american soul and then i and then i sing in 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 my best singing voice i guess you could say with as much soul and i obviously exaggerate but it's those those singing tricks that get people all like, ooh, amazing. But now they're like, hold on. Are you making fun of black people? Yeah. By, yeah. By doing this voice? Are wow. you are we allowed to laugh at this? Because you're because are you dissing black? I'm like, no, this because how come my thing Is was this blackface? <laughs> I, I have this new joke where I I, I I, I show the difference between black soul and white soul. Not mm. saying like like everybody has their own form of soul. Yeah. It's just found within different genres of music. So I do that and they're laughing hysterically at the white stuff. Because we could all laugh yeah. at white people. So but they're like, oh yeah, Chad Kroger, Nickelback, Creed, uh-huh, <laughs> that's white soul. Now 
like, let me show you Black Soul. And then once I started doing it, they're like, <laughs> are we allowed to laugh at this? Looking around at like, all the black people around in the audience, like, can we, can, can I laugh? Is this, is all right? <laughs> Am I going to get called out? On Am I going to get canceled? I, I love my job. I love my job. <laughs> like I can't so, afford to be unemployed. Here's the funniest shit though. So as I'm doing the end of the joke, so after I finish that joke, you know, normally that's like my send off, yeah. you know, and I was like, oh, yeah, I finish. And everyone's like, and certain parts of the song where I'm used to laughter, people aren't laughing because they're just mm -hmm. like, they're just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Man. So at the end of it, I'm like, all right, there's a lot of white people in this room right now. Um, I'm going to send them off with more singing. But like there was there was a point in time when they were being pretty like douchey. Because oh, no. I, uh, I, I put this one comic on that pretty much sold out the whole show. He brought his whole crew of people. Yeah. And when they came through, I was like, yo, these guys are pretty douchey. But whatever, we'll deal with them. Um, at the end of it, I was like, no, you guys are pieces of shit. I got to tell you to check your privilege at the door and, and make sure. You said they that? The server, they made the server cry. No, I didn't say that. Oh. I, I did, but I said it within song. Mm. So I was like, all right, Folks, it's a Sunday. I'm going to take y'all to church, bring this all, like, bring it all down to one, like, final message before we say farewell. So I was like, thank you, folks. But before we go, I'd like to share you a quick uh, message, you know, in song. And I was like, white people, check your privilege at the door. <laughs> I said everything that I would have wanted to say, but it would have come off. Yeah. Like like asshole ish, yeah. But I did it in song, so they're like, "Ha you're right. We should check our privilege at the door. That's so funny." But yeah, if maybe. I said it regular, they would have been like, uh, "You should have said it regular." Excuse me. You should have said it regular no, on the right. ass. Facts. Facts. I should have. I could have. Don't but, be uh, fearful of the norm. You hold the power. You hold the mic. I do. I do. But I did it in a because there was one black guy in that whole show, wow. and that was the one black friend. Wow. I was, I was just like, black friend, <laughs> don't let these white people make you feel like you got to do what they do just because you're the only black guy. These white people got to step up and, and, and make you feel comfortable amongst their discomfort, motherfucker. And, and take off those boat shoes, nigga. Like... <laughs> All that. They didn't say so, take off those boat shoes. <laughs> no, I didn't say take off the boat shoes. You know he was wearing fucking boat shoes and fucking For khakis. Sure. Khaki shorts and uh, like a polo tee or something. Yeah. The worst thing is I could tell when I was doing that, he was looking at me like, thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to say this for so long, but I couldn't because these are people I work with. This guy <laughs> took off the shackles of slavery Ooh, off this pretty nigga. Pretty much. <laughs> So what you're saying is you saved a slave uh, during. <laughs> That's the title you know of the what? episode, by the way. Save the he slave. Had, he had that Asian hero. What? Uh, what do they call it? white savior? He's, He's the, the white Asian savior. savior. He's Asian savior. Yes, I was Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai, but I was actually Asian. <laughs> no, you're ja Jackie Chan is an Asian is an Asian uh, savior. He saved uh, Chris Tucker a little bit. Multiple times, yes, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's an Asian savior. Um, Alicia, how was your week? Uneventful. Nice. <laughs> 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 
Nice. I feel like I didn't even leave my house. <laughs> I mean, did you have to leave your house? I think that's something we should dive into. Oh. Alicia. <laughs> did you have to leave your house? Miss <laughs> Homebody? I, uh... Somebody at home? I, no, I was, was on Twitter perusing. Okay. One night. <laughs> it was a late night. A very, very late night. And I seen a tweet. A tweet from my dear friend Alicia. Just lollygagging on the timeline. She didn't even tweet something. She liked something. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck is this? It's 3.30 in the morning. What could she possibly be doing? And Alicia said, I said, go to bed, Alicia. You know what Alicia said to me? And I gotta get, I gotta make sure it's very specific because every part of this tweet is important. All right, pay attention. She said, "Eyeball emoji." I'm busy. Dot. 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 Oh, I can't breathe. Take from that what you will, folks. Take from that what you... I'm not... Hey, hey, man. I know what some eyeballs and ellipses mean. That's all, that's all I'm saying. I know what eyeball and ellipses means in my world. That's... What does it mean, then? Hey, it no, means me. you was knocking the boots. I wasn't. That's one of those in-between round tweets. You know those in-between round tweets? <laughs> and it got up to get juice and a, and a rag. Hot, a hot rag. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, let me check Twitter. Let me Somebody got me knocking the boots. Yeah. <laughs> so that give me case. some good I've been love. I've by myself for over a week, like a week and a half now, okay? Oh, y'all doing no, the FaceTime sex? FaceTime sex? Y'all, oh my God, COVID friendly sex? Gosh, y'all are so we stressful. Have, <laughs> having a little, having a little Zoom cyber. Oh, ho, 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 no. mama! Oh, Ooh, well, some baby! Of that, some of that cyber. What'd cyber? you change the background to? Your bedroom, huh? <laughs> huh? Virtual background there? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't be in my shoe closet. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be on Zoom either. Or you know would you? <laughs> if I just a shoe closet, where where the freaky dicky goes down? <laughs> Don't you catch you was you was in racial chat room showing feet? <laughs> maybe maybe that, she just a clown girl. <laughs> but um, she wasn't the only horny one on this panel. <laughs> Not this week. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Our dear friend intern. My, my, my! How the tables have turned. How the turned have tabled. <laughs> Intern has access for those of you guys who are unaware of the extra gravy Twitter account. Now I was perusing, as I do, just perusing. I go on the page to see Wagwan, you know, check in on everything, and lo and behold, I see a Tinder post. <laughs> a fucking Tinder po- I'm like hold on I ain't got no Tinder <laughs> And a Mila- w- w- What's her name Hold on let me see Milena 
would you like to explain this young lady to us, um, intern? Who is uh, Milena? And how did Hold she on. come into your life? Was it a swipe right? Or was it a super swipe? How do you get a Tinder post on the extra gravy thing? Yes, that's also what I want to know. Are you posing as extra gravy on a Tinder site? <laughs> He's connected to Twitter too. <laughs> it's like you using Norm's picture with the extra gravy background, you sicko. Oh, wow. Explain yourself, damn it. I... <laughs> I'm writing you up. Nah, this is bullshit. I'm writing this nigga up. <laughs> I'm writing you up. This is the first write up, man. We put up with Damn. enough. First, there was the oh, honey. She like girls, and she's just using you to get to Alicia. Oh. Oh. Shit. A deeper, darker criminal link, my nigga. What do you have to say about that? You setting up Alicia on the lowest? What is going on? That's what I want to know, nigga. Dating profiles is actually the intern who's using my picture. <laughs> God damn. That nigga posing as Ace? <laughs> Matt Ace? <laughs> Matt West? Oh my goodness. Or are you Matt East? Mm, this is the remix. <laughs> Version. I know your second picture is a jar of Kirkland honey, you sick son of a bitch. It actually, I got reported they took me down. For the honey? Yeah, I put the honey and they took it down. I got reported. See how sick you are? Even they know that this is a form of manipulation. <laughs> so who is Milena? Have you guys met? Did you knock the boots? Were you wearing a mask? Were you married? Did she swipe right? Mm. I, I've been set up. Gravy gang, I've been set up. Go soak your mother. Set up my back foot. So who who I've say been, you are, Marlon? I've Whoa! Been I've been led astray. <laughs> You've been led astray. <laughs> Damn it, B! I've been set up. <laughs> Damn, this B, nigga is crazy. Up. You are so insanely horny, sir. Insane. Long yeah, story short, what may have happened? Oh, okay. May have happened. Maybe, maybe, possibly, allegedly, might have happened. Is <laughs> I might have clicked on something that inadvertently. Inadver posted. Oh, inadvertently, like share, and, like when it and, says share, and then it says okay, you know, and you have to press both. There might have been some <laughs> entanglement oh. within the apps together maybe she's just a clown gal and so yeah and also how i know this is a setup i only date black women wow you racist damn yes <laughs> that doesn't yes. mean you don't look at other types of women I, I i have my filters and my preferences i don't even have the apps and wait you can do you that on about? tinder you can say and blacks only you can in in other apps yes in other apps <laughs> have you ever swiped on any of those apps and the, uh, somebody said they were black and they were just rachel dolezal black like <laughs> I, <laughs> I actually went just like a karen moment i wish that was a moment i ran into too just you'd so have to I could expose have story. yeah you'd have yeah. to expose still instantly, instantly so that's how detailed these these apps are getting now you can put black only age 24 to 35. You can define your ethnic the ethnicity that you want. Yeah. Wow. What yeah. if is there like a waist suit, non-waist suit option? Like we should make a Toronto one where it's like For real? I'm a waist Facts. suit. And then you only match up with waist suits. Facts. That'd be sick. <laughs> what would you call what would you call the app? What would I call the, the app? 
<laughs> link up. Link up. Yes. Has to be link up. Has to be with the same <laughs> logo as LinkedIn. Just the up is different. Y'all remember oh. T.Wire? T.Wire thing, yeah. Mm, yeah. T.Wire is actually a dating site now. Like, is it's it really? actually a dating site now. There we go. We already got it. We just need to sign back up. T.Wire. I'm Wires. pissed. They took down my profile. It was there for years. Let me go see if mine's Years, up. man. Probably not. Ah, oh, man. T.Wire. Wow. <laughs> Surrounded by just horny freaks, man. Just me and Norm on the straight and narrow over here. The light-skinned ones are just I mean, going crazy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I guess, uh, you know, the darker, the more wholesome. I guess that's what hey. it is. <laughs> guess that's just what it is on this podcast. I didn't. I don't oh want to bring colorism my into it, guys, but yeah, I, my, my hand was this. forced. My hand was oh forced. Oh, my goodness. The light skins are yeah. out here horny as ever. They are just trying to fill. talking about. Oh, you're you don't assuming. need to know what I'm talking about. You felt what you I'm talking are, about. I love how you guys say the light skins. And I'm the darkest one out of all three of you. No, but that's what I'm saying. You're not darker than me. First of all, that's, that's let's just get that out of the paint. You first are not darker. It looks than me. like it. He is. It looks yeah. like it because I got a nice light on. <laughs> I got a nice light on. This nigga been in the sun telling jokes. Like I can't compete with that. <laughs> I don't tan and do comedy, nigga. The fuck. Um, My melanin's activated. <laughs> um. What else happened this week, lady? The, the 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 group called or formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes. You guys heard about this? Yeah. How they are Lady trying Antebellum, to? But I don't know. What's a song by them? Do I know these guys? You definitely know a song. Definitely, uh, yeah. Definitely won, for the wow, one that you know on. for sure. Lady they won Mad Grammys, didn't they? Antebellum. You for sure know. Um, wow, me... their name is already changed to Lady A on Spotify. This is yeah, they changed it beforehand. Ah oh, shit, what's that fucking song called? I forget who they beat for album of the year or something like that. Yeah, for a Grammy. I know what you meant Norm. One hundred and seventy-one yeah. million hits somebody. on this song. These what people look like called? they they look like they run a radio station. What's this one called? Need you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one. That's I don't know this, this one fucking for sure. Song. It was a big ass hit. Let the chorus hit. You'll know. The phone, Cause I can't fight it Jesus. <laughs> we should jam it. I feel like screaming at blacks right now. You do know a reggae version of this one? Duh. <laughs> What the fuck is this? What? Never heard this shit in my life. This is every you walk into a store. This is I feel like I'm in Blue Notes right now. I swear to God. Yeah, this is the music they play when you walk into an outlet mall and trick and yeah. In this is this Von Mills music. Yes, back. <laughs> this, this is the Cooktown Outlet Mall theme song where Blue <laughs> I can't believe you've never heard of it. Lady Antebellum? That's like They're like wait, one what? of the biggest like new country groups. Why? Florida <laughs> Georgia line. They're like big big. It's a brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know any of this fucking shit. Need You bro. Now is probably one of their more most popular songs, so you probably wouldn't know anything else. 171 million hits on it. Of course it is. God mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. 
So why did they why did they uh, abbreviate it to to a letter? Because so they wanted like, to destroy a black woman. No, so antebellum. What's the meaning of antebellum? I guess they dropped the antebellum because um, they wanted to show that they're inclusive and it has they to do stand with racist for, ties, I believe. Which is um, interesting because at the same time as them dropping that and saying that it has ties to do with slavery. Mm-hmm. The movie with Jordan Peele antebellum trailer dropped this week where Janelle Monet apparently gets sent back to slavery times, even though she's a successful oh, yeah. black woman in modern day. And uh, I guess the story is that they overtake the white slave masters. Jordan Peele just basically getting finding another way to, to kill white people in a movie. That's just <laughs> all it is. Um, so I, I just Googled it and it says that um, the plantation era was really also known as like the antebellum era or the antebellum South. So it has to do with like obviously slave owners. And so because of everything that's happening with um, like Black Lives Matter, they're like, OK, like, let's show that we can be inclusive, especially because country music is obviously mm-hmm. people be saying like you know, they be racist as fuck because most of them are racist as fuck. But so this is their is there Aunt Jemima? Yeah, but much. while doing it, now they're suing a black woman who's gone by Lady A for years and years and years, and she's a black woman, and she's a jazz singer, and so it's just like, okay, you're dr- trying to do it, and we understand why you want to do it, because you want to, you know, show you're with BML, but... BML. You're putting down a black woman who obviously doesn't have nearly as much success as what, like, they have, right? So they they racist. Like, Let's just put it that way. How about we do that? <laughs> what the fuck is antebellum outside of what you just said? Is there an alternate meaning that I don't know about? I don't know. Because I feel like <laughs> if you're picking a group name, you kind of look up the group name before picking it. And then if you yeah. see what it's about, and the possible things that are tied to it, and you sell 171 million streams on one song that you kind of know. It's like the Redskins. You know what I mean? It says, <laughs> it says the dictionary.com says, uh, before or existing before a war, especially the American Civil War. They didn't exist before the war, so I don't get it. I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> what, what? I don't understand this. You have a it name that is... It represents the Confederate flag, is what it does. Which is so even to, worse. Which they is, had to disassociate with it. Which is even worse. And the fact that people are giving them a bligh, like as if they just realized this and didn't mm-hmm. know the ramifications of having that name is insulting. It's, yeah. it's insulting to me. I don't know. I don't know if their fans are like, oh, okay, good job. Because I don't, I don't see them probably having a lot of black fans. I think their fans are probably predominantly white and could care yeah, less. Sure. And it's just another performative active action to do. Especially given the fact that that trailer came out this week, I have no doubt in my mind they heard about it and they knew that they'd be associated with it and they knew people would question them and they knew they had to get ahead of it. This is just like that PR protocol bullshit. Get ahead of the story and change it before you do. But they didn't anticipate that black lady saying something because if you go on her Twitter, she Mm -hmm. barely tweeted before this whole thing happened. All her tweets are Instagram posts. Yeah. That, that that she's that just getting I mean, transferred over. She's really like old. Like. And she old. She's not as she's not nearly as sex, successful as them. 
So yeah. I really do think that they thought that this was going to be slid under the covers. Like <clears throat> nobody no, would thing, find out about this. The thing is, is that I read somewhere um, that like Lady Antebellum has had Lady A trademarked for like the 10 years since they, um, I guess, since they started. When did they start? They started in like 2007. So whatever, for almost their whole career, they've already trademarked Lady A, um, which makes this whole situation so sticky. I just don't think that they need to like sue. Like just change your name to Lady. Woman. Like, <laughs> just let, the, let both there, of y'all have the name. Like, it's okay. It's not like Lady A is going to take away from your sales. No, but they already, like, the thing is that they already own the trademark. Right? So find so another like, one when you see a black woman has it too. No, I'm saying like she has that name, but she doesn't have the trademark. She could have got. So they could have gotten rid of the trademark. Mm-hmm. They could have gotten rid of the trademark. Said fuck it, a black woman has it. We are showing that we are true allies and that we they do care. They could have gave it to her. Exactly. Right there. Yeah, they and they did it. it to her. That was the opportunity to not make this seem performative. But you yeah, fucked up. They definitely could have been like, even if they kept the trademark, because. Not necessarily like I don't know. They could have just kept the trademark or whatever the case may be, or given her permission. They could have sold it to her like, for a they dollar. Could have, they could have been like, okay, well, she's already here. She's already like established for herself. Um, let's just think of another a word, Lady Alicia. Like the fuck, there's <laughs> Lady Ace. <laughs> yeah, there's no. plenty of other a words that you could have used right instead of saying like publicly saying that you're gonna sue a black woman to that, me it's a way of still being lady antebellum without having to be lady antebellum that's what yeah. i think it is i think it's all performative it's bullshit and fuck them moving right along <laughs> we do something here every single week on our show, and that is our good youth of the week. Ah, yes, such a good youth. With Miss Slander you last week, but this week me not slander you again, man. Yeah, he's a good, he's a good youth, he's a good girl. He have a good husband. Me like him rap and him bars and them thing. He's a good guy. Yes, our good youth of the week this week is none other than Beyonce. Baby girl, you stay on my mind. Okay, mm, get it. Because what? you're so be good. I don't know. You're oh so my good. God. You're my fantasy. <laughs> Come on, girl, tell me what's the deal. Um, <sighs> the NAACP is delighted to administer a meaningful program in partnership with Be Goods, Black-owned small business impact fund to assist our small business communities that have been directly impacted by the recent events across the country. The grants in the amount of $10,000 will be offered to Black-owned small businesses in select cities to help sustain business during this time. The NAACP is proud to partner with Be Good to help strengthen small businesses and to ensure economic empowerment for Black businesses. So shout out to uh, Beyonce for that. I believe... Uh, yeah, like they said, about $10,000 is going to be <clears throat> distributed to small businesses. I believe the cities are Houston, L.A., New York, and Minneapolis are, are the cities that are eligible for that. So if you are... Each city will get $10,000 or each business each owner business will get 10000 Each business okay. owner in those cities will get $10,000. Got you. And um, obviously we know the impact of of covid and Mm -hmm. even in some of these states the uh the protests and and the rioting that happened in some areas 
this money is very much needed uh, yeah. in the states, especially right now. Uh, they are not holding back on evictions. People are getting evicted left, right, and center. Um, they don't care what your excuse is. They don't care if you yourself had COVID. They want their money. So mm -hmm. shout out to Beyonce for um, for doing this. I believe uh, Jay-Z pulled out an entire portion in the New York Times or a five-page spread for black businesses. That's fucking amazing. Um, and they're doing what they got to do, man. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're putting in the work. They've, they've put out videos rallying for change. They've uh, put black businesses on their website. Gave an entire directory. Uh, yeah. They're doing everything they, that they need to do to on their part, um, I believe, to to and ensure I, that we and have a different. I believe that they've been doing it future. too. So oh it's yeah, not... oh yeah, it's not new. It's not new mm -hmm. for sure. Um, so shout out to them, our good youths of the week. Um, and Beyonce just won the trademark for Blue Ivy. She won the trademark. Mm-hmm. So that means that when. When they had the baby, someone just went and got that same day. <laughs> no, there was a um, a company that already existed, I guess. Um, I don't know if they had the, they didn't have the trademark, but they already existed. It was event, I think it was like an events coordination company or something like that. And so they um, took Beyonce to court for it. But how? I don't know, man. For her child's name? Yeah, because they already had a company called Blue Ivy. Like so I can't ch I can't name my son Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> Is that what you're can. telling me? No, you can. It's I not bet. about that. So Beyonce trademarked Blue Ivy oh. so that she can obviously make money off. Of okay, it. So okay. whenever somebody uses the name Blue Ivy, it's illegal because yeah, Beyonce would own it or whatever. That's the same with like I know Kylie Jenner did Stormy and she was yeah. having a hard problem with that. Like that's why majority of these of the celebrities get such weird names for their children because they want to be able to monetize mm -hmm. possibly later on. Mm -hmm. um, and because like the more unique name it is, so I can never go and be like, let me trademark Alicia because Alicia is yeah, such a unique name. name. But like with Blue Ivy, like how many people in the world? I know so, like five Blue Ivies. That was a I'm joking. <laughs> Your face, you're like, what? Nigga, what? <laughs> but isn't that weird that you would have um, a trademarking agency or company or whatever it is that has a list of trademarks, and yet when someone goes to trademark something that's already been trademarked, they just allow it to be trademarked? You don't allow it to be trademarked. So, so with Blue Ivy, like they could have had a trademark, but it expired and they never renewed it. And then Beyonce was like, oh, let me trademark it because it's available. So then it would right? be available, wouldn't it, if it was expired? Yeah, it'd be available. So but then, then you can't I sue. I don't remember if this was the real reason why they were fighting, but it was like, oh, well, we already owned it and we were already an established business. Or they could have both applied for the trademark at the same time. I wonder and now if the like the the court has to go through a trial to mm. see who exists and who would have like the more power. Cause that's the same yeah. with Kylie Jenner. She tried to do her own name like Kylie. And then because Kylie Monroe had existed before and I guess she had a trademark. People oh, are like, Kylie okay, Minogue, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then they were like, okay, well who's like the more famous one who, but is that, that's popular? how they determine like, that? That's wild. It's like a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine going up against Beyonce for anything. <laughs> You're losing. <laughs> And that's the other thing is like, it's, I want to know how that goes in court. Like if someone has had a trademark, but has not been in use for years, can I, and I fight for that. Do I even have to pay for that? You have to, well, I mean, you have to fight for it to buy it. I don't know if you have to 
you'll have to pay for lawyers, that's, I guess. That's, yeah, like, if Nike ever part. slipped up and, like, somebody forgot to, to trademark Just Do It or Nike in general, like, oh. last minute, you go and buy that shit and you can keep it and you can essentially publish anything with Nike or Just Do It on it and it would be legal. But then you could also, like, blackmail them and make them have to pay you millions and millions and millions of dollars I'm, for it. I'm mad I wasn't in tune with the whole GoDaddy era in the early days. I mean, so you no, know enough people that invested in, in no website much names. money you can get in it in like just paying fucking five dollars for a website name that turns mm-hmm. into twenty thousand. Like, mm-hmm. bro, I know somebody that that got like he just went through all these names like regular names, Fred, um, yep. Greg. And he just like got Greg.com, Mike.com, yep. Fred.com, Michelle.com. Got all these just regular names. Smart man and. He's killing it, man. He made so much money off selling those website names, yeah, the d- domains. Yeah, that's a, there's a, so much money in that. Even even social media. The next social media that pops off, fam, I'm in there first day. I'm taking Diddy, uh, Chris Brown. I'm t- I'm taking every blood clotting Nike, Adidas, everything. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yo, I'm and going off. You- <laughs> I'm <laughs> going off. Gucci, Dior, <laughs> yo. I'm making every name possible, and you guys gonna have to influencers. Y'all niggas better watch out, cause I know you guys like that consistency branding across all platforms. I'm taking your name. Yeah, <laughs> it literally has to be every single product you could think of. You can get Ciroc, Hennessy, yo, all of them. I remember that guy that had socks named Diddy, and Diddy wanted the Diddy tag on Twitter. And his name was Puff oh, Daddy yeah. at the time or something like that. And he's like, yo, I'll pay you for this for this name or whatever. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, why not? Why is his name so important to you? He's like, because it's my sock company. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, how much for your socks? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this man clipped Diddy's wings so early. I was dying, yo. Have uh, you ever heard about uh, Lil' Kim's story? What you, what no. You, Wait. Okay, so Lil' Kim, like, when the digital era, when, like, websites started to be popping or whatever, um, Lil' Kim and her team were like, oh, I guess we need to create a website for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So they go to to take Lil' Kim, whatever, Lil' Kim, the Queen Bee, whatever it was, right, .com, and it was taken, and it says, like, oh, if you want this, you have to contact this person, whatever, whatever. And so she was like, dang, like, how did somebody already get this shit? Like, how are we so sleep? Like, why didn't we think about this earlier? Now we have to go and pay somebody for it. And so she was like, whatever, we need this. Like, go go contact the person and connect with them um, so that I can get uh, my handle for, like, my website, whatever. So they go and they contact the person. Guess who the fucking person was? Eve. No, close enough. It was Cardi B, Foxy Brown, Foxy Nicki Minaj. Brown. Cardi B wasn't even like she was she's she like a youth. She like a youth. It was uh, Foxy Bahamadia. No, it was Left, left eye? eye. Yeah, so it was Lisa Left Eye Lopez, and so they called, and it was like Left Eye who answered the phone, and she was just like Kim. She was like, I got, I, I went and I bought all my like homies wow. names because I didn't want anybody else to get them. So she's like, wow. I then had everybody's name so that they, when they get onto the website shit, I could just hand it over to them. 
I heard about the story. That I is heard about fucking but she did amazing. That, she did to a lot of people. Like there was a lot of, another person that was saying somebody bought yeah, me she, that. She she legit said she was like anybody I fucked with, like I went and I bought all their names so that I could give it to them um, wow. when they wanted to get a website and so they wouldn't have to pay for it. Beyonce who? That is our new good youth of the week. Yeah. You're such a good youth. You're not the year no more. You have a left eye, you know, have no right eye. The day before Fetty Wap, you you are the real left mm. eye. The real left eye. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a really cute like story. If Fetty Wap ever it's, tries it's to cute. name call himself left eye, I will fight. <laughs> it's so funny. I don't know if it was an old song or a new song. Probably an old song, but yeah, I just sworn I heard Fetty Wap on the radio today. Oh yeah, he's Singing. got new music. It's also, it's like some techno sounding joint, like an EDM sounding joint. I I don't even know, but I know yes. he was putting yes, out. No, I yes. know he was That's putting out new music. Yes. I, yes. I, is it like, fire? Is he back? Is it fire? I mean, it's it's not fire, but it's just like it's Fetty Wap. So when you hear that voice, you're like, oh snap! Yeah, People are back to Sonics. Like his Sonics were so specific. Yeah, you, baby. You you wanted what he originally presented to you. This is something new. I'll put it out like that. Put it like that. It's not this though. That old crack. This nigga ran a whole year. Hey, hey, hey. Baby girl, you're so damn fine though. I'm trying to know if I can hit it from behind though. I'm sipping on you like some fine wine though. And when it's over, I press rewind though. Hey, you talking pants, but I got it. Benjamin's all in my pocket. I can't get in my shoes for some robbers. You playing Batman, Fetty's gonna rob them. Hey, I got a Glock in my Rory. Hey, 17 shots, no 38. Hey, I got a Glock in my Rory. 17 shots, no 38. She's fine. Wonder if she'll be mine. She won't pass. I press rewind. See that one more time. And I got the soda. This is what started it all. I haven't heard this song in years. Yeah. Trinidad, I was bubbling on this girl, and one of her um, one of her uh, braids slapped me in my eye. So I was like bubbling on her like this. And somebody took a photo of me, and they're like, "Yo!" And they started calling me Fetty Walk. <laughs> Fetty Walk. Fetty walking with one eye. <laughs> but first off, I'm gonna start by saying this. Hey. 
This guy ran 2015. I never with no hoe. Yo. You heard about how he got married to a Canadian, a Toronto girl? Did he? Yes. This year, I think, or like the end of last year. I don't know. He yeah. got like nine kids. That's all I know. No, listen. He found, <laughs> found some love girl. North the border. He found some girl out here in Toronto. Never seen her in my life. Uh, she was cute, though. Um, decided to get like married out of nowhere. They had like the secret wedding, whatever. And then I heard that they like got divorced a couple months later. Oh, my God. Sounds like a Toronto yeah, story that, to me. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a Toronto thing. Sounds like Most a Toronto love story to like, me, man. He ran to that. I can't believe that was 2015. When is a tri-state area ever going to have these guys all at once? Like, imagine young, young M.A. with Ooh, Playboy Cardi Ooh. with Millie Rock, um, Hot Nigga, and what's the other one? What's the other summer banger? From like New York, um, Fivey, with this the, with the with the new shit that he's been on. Imagine they all dropped in the same summer. You know the world would just it would just implode on itself. <laughs> I mean, Pop Smoke was already bringing up. New York back. Nah, New York you know been I mean? back for years. For no, but like years. to the, to the New York state is that very consistent. New York is so consistent. The 150, 150 cent was running shit. I'm talking that time. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I, I think he would. I think he had an opportunity to, for sure. Like if he was still alive, I really do think I. I agree with you. That energy, that get rich or die trying, how to rob energy, was definitely coming back because first of all, you knew him and his niggas were for real. Like it wasn't just <laughs> some rap group trying to be hard like they had a reputation right mm -hmm. and they moved as a collective there was more than one five he got his own track that took off and who knows who else was in that crew that could really do some work and so i see it in that regard but man 50 that was different man hold 50 on was different. isn't jack harlow from new york too um is he he doesn't yeah, sound like he's I, from New York. Because I, re I remember um, Deezus and Mero were playing a bunch of like New York artists mm -hmm. that, that, that they're bubbling, that, that they liked, and then they didn't realize that he was white. They're like, what? This guy, this motherfucker's white? Yeah. Listen, he is from Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, he sounds country as hell. Okay. He, he sounds country as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what's so, popping? Hey, Brand new wig, what's happening? Nah, now I gotta play it. Now I gotta play it, nigga. Now I gotta play it, nigga. That song. You heard the remix? Yes, that's the one. That's the one. These boys are my sons like Phoenix. My city and state never ever seen this. Jimmy Neutron, I'm a young boy genius. I'm a full time, I'm a give it that penis. When it's just done, I'm a fill up arenas. Ooh, like Gilbert Arenas. Shoot my shot, I'm still with the demons. Ooh, I keep it thorough. I got five chicks in New York, that means one in each borough. I'm in the pocket like Burl. When I'm back home, no, they treat me like Robert De Niro. Took her to talk about butter or churl. Took her home, gave her a cinnamon swirl. I left it in now. I got a one euro, zeros on zeros on zeros. That's what my bank account balance say. I got a check from a shoe company, now I do anything in New Balance say. I bought her a plane to get out of state. I got me a shorty from Runaway, said I'm in town today. She said she coming over and she down to stay. I got a hit, she been playing that shit, so when she pull up on me, I know what she about to say. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options, I can pass that bitch like Stockton. Hey, just joshin', I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. 
Sports in the top 10. Calling my bitch, tell her bring me that, that noggin. Brain real good, she a scholar. I like a thing with low mileage. Good brain with no college. Call me the baby, no Tyler. I'm real creative and style. FN in my denim. I send a hit, make a spin em. And I just flew back from LA on the jet yesterday. I go back and forth like I play tennis. I fuck with your hoe, yeah, I feel for it. Still on the billboard, the number one song in UK. And now they got some fucking rich, all these awesome and I still don't give a fuck what you say. She eat it like a Pac Man, nigga. Whoop a nigga like I'm Pac Man, nigga. I just put up in the Batmobile. The reason I ain't fucking with these rap ass niggas cause the cap ass niggas and the rap ain't real. You wanna keep your life to take it easy. I'm rocking water, diamonds need a squeeze. These niggas water down, they drink a Fiji. My whip is orange and brown like I'm in Cleveland. My bitch is mellow, yellow like a soda. You niggas title tellers, I'm a soldier. Hey, somebody tell them niggas. You know it's baby nigga. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. Nah, Tory body this options. shit. I can pass that bitch like stock. I started, I caught out. I'm out with somebody's daughter. She calling me daddy, I'm somebody's father. I gotta go diss it, I wanna go kiss it. I put my lips on it like somebody bought it. The diamond and clay, she'da caught in the wallet. She put up to fuck me, but nobody caught it. She told me that she wasn't feeling my music. I fucked it, she told me it's nobody harder. And I'm with the G ski, I need that shit for the free ski. We are not buying no pussy and selling on peace tree. It's so much work on my celly, I had to go tell all my bitches email it to reach me. All in my DM, I'll follow your beam. She played with the crow ski, we used to fuck on Alonsky. She used to lie on my bed and go lie to your face and say I'm just a broski Nigga, you knows me, you ain't believe it, you wanted to toast me I had it standing as long as a ruler in case she was cooling and wanna approach me Dropped up and take her, came back in the color again She wanna fuck again, I want that tongue again Stuck it so deep that she cough up a lung again Five star bitches, they on the run again, run again Running in diamonds, they illuminating the way that I come again I just put so many pennies on the watch and I don't never got stuck again Nigga, the story was poppin' he didn't breathe that whole Yo, verse. That that you gotta find the pockets for that performance. I don't know where. <laughs> when he performs that, he better have a hype man to just fill in the blanks. Cause yo, <laughs> that's what this is for. When you hold the mic out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm somebody, daddy. You somebody. Just <laughs> hold it out one time. Ah oh, man, poor Tory man. I hope they don't deport him back to Canada for. Well, this is the scarier thing, I think, for me at least, if I was in Tory's position. The scarier thing is being locked out of Canada. He's been arrested, though. Like, yeah, right yeah now, but not for able... gun charges like this. No, this right one's now a he felony. wouldn't be able to come back. I think he's dual, but... Um... This one's a felony. Canada don't play with that gun shit. Yeah. Canada does Hold not on. play. Did I miss out on something? Tory got arrested for concealed when? gun charges yesterday with Meg the Stallion. Oh. I think they were. Oh. Yeah. I think it was the weekend. But Megan Stallion was, wasn't arrested. She was just there and got her leg cut by some glass. They said there was four yeah. shell casings on the ground. Um, so apparently there was an altercation in front of a Hollywood Hills mansion or, of some sort. Um, I remember the night before they posted a video. Meg, Kylie. And then you see Tori just swim up behind them in the pool and say what up. And I'm just like, everybody's like, okay, Tori, again. Tori and Megan have been spending a lot of time together. Like, I think they're just, I think they're just like, fun together. To be honest, I don't think they're probably doing music. Yeah, they're, they're probably doing, doing music. They're probably just like, because remember, Tori's very high energy. Meg, yeah. very high energy, and they're arguably on the same level of stardom. I would say. Um, I, I feel like it's just a good move for Meg in terms of. Um, her people, Tori's been having, like we said, an amazing year. Mm -hmm. And everything he does seems to be viral worthy. Like he just previewed some new, uh, a new song the other day and people were sharing it like crazy. So it's like, he's got that virality right now. People are really fucking with him. And Meg, you know, she's got she to gotta stay afloat. when Because I haven't really heard much talk about um, the song that she dropped 
It was a song, right? It wasn't a EP. It was just a song. The Girls in the Hood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Aside from all the hoo ha of oh, easy yeah. ease, my dad, I wanted that song. Yeah. Like Aside from all that, not like it was definitely not Savage, and it was definitely not Savage remix. It wasn't Captain Hook. Because I, I feel know, like, like they tried to like that Easy E beat was an attempt to try to get the same kind of. Uh, noise i guess as the beyonce track but you can't it's hard to follow up a beyonce song like i don't know how you even do that um from her end so kudos to her um i hope she's all right uh i saw people were debating this on on twitter the other day how many times should a couple have sex per week i feel like there shouldn't be like oh we need to have this no no i feel like there does still i feel like there does we need to set it. How many times are we doing this, Ma? Especially when we 10 years in. How, how, what, what am I doing now? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's okay. For me, it's definitely situations because it's like, do you guys live together? Do you guys live close to each other? Mm-hmm. Like, you, is this something that you guys could only see each other once a week type thing? So yeah. obviously, you're not going to be being dicked down like every other day. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get dicked down at all, but yeah, I get it. (laughs) You won't be doing the dicking down. (laughs) Monk is swinging. Monk is swinging. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I always, especially when um, the relationship's fresh, I think that it's not good to have as much sex as people like to tote up that you should have when you start. So okay, people are always that? like, oh, when you first get together, y'all fucking like rabbits, like just every day, just <laughs> rounds and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I get that to a certain extent, but I do also believe there has to be some balance just because of the fact that, first of all, you're trying to get to know this person outside of their body, um, hopefully. <laughs> and if you are, I feel like, if you're gonna, if you're, if this is a longevity thing, a lot of people don't date with longevity in mind. They just date mm-hmm. to like in the moment. Let's see yeah. where this goes. For whatever with, feels good right now. Yeah, with me, I'm like, if I'm dating, I'm thinking marriage. So like, mm-hmm. I'm not Are even you, calling every, you every every time. Every, every time I date, I'm thinking, can I possibly be with this person for the rest of my life? I have really? to. Why not? I don't no. get how you yes. can't go into yeah. it like that. Like this yes. is well, this is not a just, this is not I'm a fling. Well, it's when you go in. It's when you go in with it. you. I think yeah. I I start from tolerable. So is this person tolerable for my life? Like for a lifetime? Could I be with this person, not be annoyed, not be whatever? And if it seems that way, I'm going to go with it. You know what I mean? And I, I it usually get other things will get revealed over time. But I feel like my main thing when I have a girlfriend is that, yeah, like I want this to be the last girlfriend I have. <laughs> So it's you know like, what? I respect that. That's the, that's the main reason I had two girlfriends in my life because the two that I dated, I had. I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna marry you." Not and that's why I'm time, right. I mean, no, of course not at the same time. <laughs> when you said it, it made me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, "Oh, we're taking this poly thing to the next level." <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like at the same time, so I just want to clarify, you know. <laughs> no, every, every time I got with, every time I decided to like 
get into a relationship, I was like, all right, can I be with this? Same thing. Can I be with this person forever? Because mm-hmm. what's the point of being with somebody if if you just want to have sex? Because a lot of people will do that. They'll get into a relationship just so that they can have sex. No strings attached. Definitely. But it's like, you can still do that. You just got to let your 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 um, intentions be known from jump. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out, then and keep it moving. But I, I know so many people that waste time in relationships just because that's the only way they get they get sex without the guilt. So you, you guys don't I mean? think that people need to start being more honest and setting their intentions from the jump just so that everybody could be on the same page and you can move accordingly. And especially like there's sometimes where people like men I have seen that they'll try to hide their intentions because they just want to enjoy whatever the moment is, right? And like have sex with a person, but it's like you never know just because that like w- woman wants to have a relationship she might be down for just having fun right now but you never set your intentions and then now you guys are just assuming that y'all need to be in this relationship and then you drop an album she does a red table talk i get it yeah yeah totally set your intentions jada yeah totally yeah definitely set your intentions listen man listen man for me for me like when it I guess for relationships, I definitely want to be like, okay, can I see this, me with this person like long term? But if it comes to like, like sexual things, I think about is this man gonna be a good father? Because mm-hmm. whatever happens, exactly. Like if I end up pregnant, is this man gonna help me exactly with the child? Yeah. Is he gonna be a good person for my child to be around? Yeah, that's what I be thinking about. Because like even man, in relationships, I feel like every girl that's given it, I feel like every girl that's let me smash. Mm-hmm. Just had that in their mind, like, oh, if he gets me pregnant, I know we'll take care of my baby. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every time I've, I'm a hundred percent that went through their head. So wait, you guys in in relationships, you guys don't talk like you're gonna get married, like, oh, the kids are gonna love this, or or like, oh, the <laughs> wedding day, like, uh, your parents are coming and this guy, like, you guys don't talk like that ever in relationships. When you're in honeymoon phase in the beginning, for sure, but then once you start to realize later, like maybe this might not be it. You stop saying it, I don't but know. in the beginning, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, that's what um, I'm saying. Like when when things are good, you you definitely talk like you're gonna get married. Mm-hmm. You no, know? like that's I know I do <laughs> all I mean, the time. I'm, when I'm in actual relationships, when it's not just like situations or entanglement. Yeah, no, I'm talking about relationship. Like, relationship. When I'm in real relationships, we definitely do talk about it. Like, and it's not necessarily me because that's not how I am. But it's more of like the man saying like. Cause I think I think even when when a girl you know how you see girls get the whole <gasps> when it's like proposing time yeah I think every one of those girls knew they were gonna get proposed to <laughs> like they knew you, it was just you didn't know when and how yeah. yes. and what way it would be presented and which mm-hmm. way he would do it that would because a lot of the times a proposal is more so not that you're doing it it's mm-hmm. how did you do it did you think about what I liked and what mm-hmm. who I'd want to be around where I'd like to be, how I'd the want details. you to do it, what I'd want you to say beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to pick up the right hand? Like, Is there's so many. Yeah, like, like there's, there's so, so many things. Stuff. There's so many variables that go into it that it's ultimately for the woman. Um, I watch proposals, like, as a hobby, like a professional Oh, yeah, hobby. same. And I. How about I the field to- ones? Oh, I no, I never watched like, those. They're all staged. They're, I, 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 couple, I, but I don't believe them. It's yeah, just a comedy. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, I never see a real one where a man is like, 
gutted like it's a wrap she's gone she's not coming back like yeah i've seen it done at a mall that's the performative like, ones those are who performed the performative who proposes yeah. at a mall <laughs> like who does that <laughs> true, these true. niggas will go to the middle of the food court I, excuse me everyone <laughs> i have an announcement to make and then the woman just goes no and runs away like literally sprints <laughs> out of the mall and he stands there and people come and ask him are you okay are you in okay? what situation am i proposing and my girl runs away and i'm not sprinting she, after her like are you fucking dumb dog <laughs> most most women feel pressured in those situations to just say yes because it's like su it's such an embarrassing thing and even if you don't want to get married to that person you still love that person or have love for them for you so you're not going to want to embarrass them nah, in front of, you like, gotta say yes and then people. say no later but that's also not fair so there's a lot of people who feel like proposing in public is like a very sticky situation it's manipulative fish yeah for me like for i definitely will have my standards up there for proposals just because i watch so many of them and i see them so many dope ones. but like i personally don't i don't need a public one like i don't need a man like to be my friend got proposed to in the middle of a raptors game I don't need that shit, right? I just need you to come with the creativity. Like, that's it. But that Raptors one was it. sweet, though. It was so sweet. He was so cute. Yeah, that was cute for them. Like, <laughs> yeah. YouTube and social media has definitely raised the bar on proposals. Because I remember seeing this guy who's an animator, okay? <laughs> Brings his wife to a theater. Yes, Whole I love that theater one. Is his, are, are her family and friends, his family and friends. The, the trailer opens up and it looks like a Disney cartoon or whatever, like a Sleeping Beauty type thing. But the character looks exactly like him. And then oh. the girl sleeping looks exactly like her. And I remember he was white and she was like an Indian girl. She was yeah. brown. And so yeah. you could tell that it was definitely supposed to be her. And then yeah. the Ooh. best part is when the guy, the cartoon looks at the camera and is like looking directly at the audience and throws the box. And he gets up like he catches the and box, he catches it. and then he goes and proposes, and then she sees all her family and, and friends when the lights turn on. Turn on, like that's amazing. That's that amazing. amazing. But that's that, wasn't, that wasn't the original one. So he got that from an idea. The original. I one, seen the original one. Yeah. <laughs> where like this this girl goes to the movies with like her friend or her yeah. like, whoever it was, and she's sitting in the movie, and in the trailer, the trailer was. Um, her husband like, asking it was the like dad. a new movie coming out yeah. or whatever and all of a sudden it was like him and he was like asking the dad and he was driving yep, to the city yep. and then he was like pulling up to the same to the theater movie yeah theater. you see him and running through to like he stopped to get popcorn <laughs> yeah. and then he like spilled some of the popcorn and all this stuff and she's sitting there like watching this it was crazy and then he popped out of nowhere and he like came in front of her and like proposed to her she, i think that was the original one yeah that, that was, was the first one that i seen probably like yeah. eight years ago or some shit like it was a long time ago i seen yeah. that one and I was like so impressed because I'm like, how did he even set this up with the theater? Like, what? I know. Like, like how do you go through that process? How like, do you do that? Like, it was it was insane. Who I've do seen I need some, to know? I've seen some crazy <laughs> proposals, man. Like, I there hate, I absolutely hate a dancing proposal. I fucking hate <laughs> a choreographed, especially when it's fucking Chris Brown forever. <laughs> I fucking hate those or Bruno Mars dance oh, choreographs. Like the couple dancing together yeah. and then one the, the girl turns around and he does a spin to the knee and then oh. she looks down and he's like it's so gross, man. <laughs> it's so gross. It's so super cringe for me, man. I can't do it. It's not they a fan. Are a little bit cringy. One, like if I the 
the type of proposal I absolutely hate is when guys propose to the girls at like the baby showers. I hate it. Baby showers? I, I hate, hate the ones where they propose at someone or else's at fucking wedding. When you oh, propose yeah, yeah. at someone well, else's baby, wedding, uh, uh, you should be slapped. Baby shower proposal? Oh. Yes. I just feel like it's it's just like forced it's selfish. Now. It's selfish. For me, I'd be like, do you even want to get married to me? Or are you just doing this because we have a baby now? Like, I feel like you could have just done it at a different time and like came up with some different type of creative thing. And it doesn't have to be extra like renting out a movie theater and creating your own like premiere and animation and shit like that. But little thoughtful things like I've seen way more simpler ones that it's just like, this is beautiful. Yeah. And it's like you really tapped into whatever the woman's interested. If you knew what her interest is, like that's that's dope. To me, it's super selfish when you do it at someone else's event. It's like, especially when it's something as life changing as the gender reveal or a baby shower or someone's wedding. This is their day, and now, like, (laughs) it's your day too. Like, fuck out of here. What is this? The only way that that would be reasonable for me is if. Me and my bedroom double dated you guys at the start and we both ended up in relationships with the girls and it started with the double date. Then I get you proposing on my wedding day. There's a sim- there's some symbolism there. But yeah. other than that, man, like don't fucking propose at my wedding. I will have you kicked out while you're <laughs> on the knee. <laughs> yeah. She won't even get to say yes or be shocked. You will be out the door, sir. Or if you do it like... Beside the in and out truck. Privately type thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just being in the environment. Because I know being at weddings sometimes it's like makes you very lusty and stuff. And then it was like just a conversation where it's like, like, let's do this. Whatever. If you're making a whole They can't show say anything to anybody shit, though. I'm slapping you. But even coming out afterwards, you can't come out afterwards, hold up her hand like no, you can't tell people. You, you can't tell, tell nobody. Like Propose and move on. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Yo, did you hear Dale Roy proposed in the coat closet? <laughs> like, that's what I need to hear <laughs> two weeks after my wedding. Because fuck that shit, man. Um, ah, I seen uh, the NBA getting back in full stride. Everybody has no braid up. Everybody has no lineup. Um, man's are getting caught with the road. Oh my god, Kawhi braids look like San Antonio like times ten. <laughs> he definitely don't got that Hold Toronto on. girl braid in his ear no more. That's for sure. He's he's got he's got he's got Jim Jones hair times ten. Oh my, it's way worse than Jim Jones. It's Beanie Siegel. It's Beanie Siegel. Ooh. It's bad. It's bad. It might be an old mill. Might be an old mill. Oh my god, with the thick doodoo plaits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Friggin' um, West. And on top of that, he got a beard too. So his, be- oh, I just no. <laughs> well, like deep beard, like not like crazy like LeBron. No, nah, not like LeBron's beard, but it's there. It's scruffy. Um, what's it called? Westbrook has been uh, diagnosed with the Ronas. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe Harden. They're saying also has caught the Ronas. Um, like secretly. I don't know, man. But apparently, some some girl tweeted. Of course, James Harden has. The Ronas. He was at a a pool party at my friend's pool party in Arizona just last week. For sure. <laughs> and I'm like, this girl just snitched. Yo. Houston been open. Hold on. And then there's a girl that said, oh, I just got invited to the bubble. The, the, the Ronas sure is definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yo, and that's when I was like, okay, so this is why athletes and celebrities pass around the same girls. 
This is why athletes and celebrities pass around the same woman. Only certain women can be trusted. Can be trusted with that information. <laughs> like sure. you don't know how these girls are gonna move. That girl got the text and tweeted it right away. <laughs> could have gotten hey, an she could have literally gotten an this. entire team quarantined. We all know that every city's got a madam. Everybody that's set up just for NBA players. So, you know, it's, we all know we wild. all know Toronto's. <laughs> wow. Who, who is that? Alicia, do you know Detroit's and, and the rest of the of, of, of Americas? <laughs> she sure knows everybody do. in America, so yes. Detroit, there was definitely See? <laughs> there was definitely a couple of girls that you know. Lady had... Lady D? Maybe. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely a couple girls that had all the invites and you know set up the thing. <laughs> Alicia was one of them. Jeez. Oh, no, 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 then you just dub all the niggas. First of all, it's a lot. Well, I mean, it's different. They have an NFL team, so true. Hold on. What's for, with like, NBA you players? You have so many more people, so you like you can be college players that are the on the way out. Mm -hmm. In Detroit, there's a lot of people that are home to them, so they come home all the time, like mm. in off season. Got Blake then, Griffin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I find, is it me or do a lot of NBA players wife Toronto teams? There's a handful. Yeah, there's a handful. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you, you know, blame yeah. them? Can you blame Charlie, them? Charlie, I know Charlie Villanueva. Yeah. With his RoboCop looking ass. Mm -hmm. Um, freaking. Obviously, Steph Curry married Aisha. I mean, uh, to me, uh, to me is Windsor or Hamilton or something, right? She close it to me as Windsor. I'll, yeah, I'll claim her. I'll claim her too. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, um, one person I would not claim is Amber Heard. Who? Exactly. Exactly. Amber Heard is just another actress that happens to be white. Um, <laughs> The, honestly, I can't keep up. There's so many white women in Hollywood. <laughs> it's just a lot. Uh, Amber Heard was married to Johnny Depp. Oh, that bitch. And we can call her that. I think in this context, it's good. Um, well, when so, normally when, when, when bitches are the ones that shit everywhere, female dogs, right? I mean, dogs can shit everywhere. she did try to blame it on the dog. So <laughs> Amber Heard wow. defecated in their bed purposely. Has a woman ever done that to get back at you guys? And yeah. if she did, would you not call the police because she's a serial killer? That's a lot. Taking a shit? Like, I remember uh, Lauren Hill saying defecating on your microphone, but I thought that was a metaphor. This is just a lot. No, this is zero. That's crazy. It, how you shit in my bed? There's some doo-doo in my baby. <laughs> Somebody shitting in my bed. <laughs> shitting in my bed. Shitting in my head. I can't sleep, babe. I can't sleep, babe. Tell me why. Tell me why. <laughs> shitting in my bed. Shitting in my head. <laughs> Messing with hilarious. my head. Yeah, this is this is sickening. After she didn't she bite off? No, she dashed at a, a bottle at his hand and cut off his finger. 
at one point she she would beat him up she would hit this like it's a lot it's a lot um we're hoping for a speedy recovery from the doo-doo for johnny depp um every time i've seen him since he looks terrified just naturally Mm. (laughs) and i don't blame him come on I, I, I was surprised he didn't divorce from the time he tried to bite her finger off. Or she tried to bite his finger The off. fact that it the took, doodoo was the straw. sitting on a bed. <laughs> the doodoo was the last straw. <laughs> that is no, nuts. Bite my finger. Abuse <laughs> me. Do everything. But shit on my bed. That's my final straw. That's where I draw the line, missy. <laughs> there are some men out there that will tolerate a lot. And then eventually there just comes a breaking point And it just be the most random shit ever. Literally. But here's but, but some, here's the craziest it, shit about she, that. Literally, <laughs> is that there's people that will pay. She could have went to Dubai. You know how many Ew. Toronto girls have made the 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 bag? Awesome doodoo on a nigga what? chest. Trust, I know enough. Sex, I know so like, many sex workers that have doodoo. That I know. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like a common thing, and that's one of the things they charge most. Them doodoo pon beer man chest man. I doodoo pon them chest and I swirl it in and I, you know. But here, yo, funny story. My homegirl was telling me, she's like, oh man, the thing I hate most, which is but like I get paid the most, is shitting on men's chests. Mainly because the cleanup, like right at like it stinks. You stink up the, the hotel room. And it's like, because once you shit, it goes into water, you flush. The yeah. smell is living in the water now. Or like yep. it's just like this force field of water holding the, Not in the, the, hotel the, the, the shit particles. Not in the hotel, sitting on your chest. That bitch be You're lingering. Sm- that bitch be lingering. Oh. I remember I, think, when I was like she, she, 10 years old or no, eight years old, I think mm-hmm. somewhere around there playing manhunt. And I knew if I had, if I had to do so fucking bad, yo, it was one of those where you start pacing. Oh, You're so constipated. I'm prairie dogging at this point. All right. Now the way my household is set up, you go upstairs. Oh, you staying upstairs. <laughs> Once you go inside, ain't no in and out in my house. It's not That's a hotel. It. Once you get inside, you're inside. So I was like, I ain't going upstairs to do. <laughs> so Nigga, I went behind a dump cat dumpster. <laughs> I grabbed three leaves off a tree, <laughs> and I doodoo behind that dumpster, fam. Why did a kid go to hide behind the dumpster like two minutes later, knowing I was there and saw the fresh? Still warm, liquidy doodoo, <laughs> and snitched on me to everyone. <laughs> this kid told oh, no. everybody, dog. Marlon just shit in my hiding spot. Yo, man. it was bad. And then everybody came oh. and looked at it. It was Ew, a whole why thing. Why would they come look at We're it? We're fucking eight. Oh, <laughs> We're eight. <laughs> oh, hey, there's a piece of so shit on the floor over here. I'm coming. <laughs> Bro, I swear to God, last summer. What? I was going for a jog. Yeah, you, you said you, you were eight. Motherfucker, I was 36 years old, okay? I'm, I went for a morning jog. I'm running down the Lakeshore, Lakeshore boardwalk, running west. And I didn't take my morning shit before I decided to go on this jog. I just woke up and just you went for it. You can't do that. Like, you can't do that. can't do that. And, buddy, you talk about, like, shaking shit to the bottom. Whew. Like, I'm running. Shaking Ooh. shit to the literally shaking shit to the bottom with every stride, and, <laughs> and at at about like um, Sunnyside Pool Pavilion Pool, um, the sunny you know the Sunnyside Pavilion there. No, not I was anymore. Like, oh, there, there's there's <laughs> no way, there's no way. I'm like, okay, it's 
7.30 in the morning. There's nobody out here. Oh I saw some bushes. I ran straight into the bushes <laughs> closest to the shore. As far as away, I was far away from like the boardwalk and from people. And I just like, I literally just started shitting. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have anything to wipe my ass with. You didn't think this that far getting, ahead? Right. Because it was just, all I could think of is like, I ha- this has to happen now. At I'm that point, you got to get rid of the boxers. So, n- now, check this out. I look to the left and I see a receipt. <laughs> and then I look up as I grab the receipt to wipe my ass and there's a gr- three boats of boat ro- like rowers those guys that row their boats on the ki- the kayaking boat rowers teams of like of like six guys oh in God. each boat no four guys in each boat plus the one guy like hitting the freaking drum like one and two come on guys as he's screaming <laughs> facebook oh, rowing no, team <laughs> no. they stop they look to the side like the the leader looks to me and everybody that's rowing looks to me and like they're all rowing in sync they all look to me as i'm about to wipe my ass with this receipt and i see all all of them just start rowing in different moments, uh, <laughs> you fucked up the rhythm. You fucked up the I sink. Fucked up their whole sink, their whole mojo and rhythm. Holy because shit! Because I was taking a shit, wiping my ass with a receipt. <laughs> Listen, y'all are out here shitting in public. I won't even pee in public. Like I'm so scarred from that, the time that I did that I don't even want to piss in public. And, <laughs> and that is shitting. where we end the podcast. That wow. <laughs> That is the shittiest ending (laughs) to any episode we've ever had. We want to thank you guys. Wait, 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 wait. We didn't, we didn't do something. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Extra Gravy Show. Another week in the books. You know how we do, baby. <laughs> we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in another week. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And welcome the and non, the goodbye. Non- <laughs> and that was the shitty gravy show. Scoop, scoop. Bam, 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 bam. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.